a new breed of secret agent. We are the Spy-Fi Guys, and this is Triple X. Welcome to the Spy-Fi Guys, where we cover spy facts, spy fiction, and everything in between. I'm Christian. And I'm Zach. And today we are covering the 2002 Vin Diesel film, Triple X. And so there's a lot of cars in this movie, so I brought in two of the biggest <laughs> gearheads that I know. We have Jonathan and Murren, a.k.a. Bandit and Racer X, or whatever your racer code names are at this point. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, my racer name is The Gate. <laughs> oh, it's still the gate. Okay. Right. Or wrench fight. I don't know. I don't know what it is right now. Yes. Thanks. Thanks I was for Mr. Us. Bangs for a little bit. I think it's <laughs> Razor X. Yeah. They are from the Cast in the Furious podcast, which is a great uh, podcast that covers the Fast and Furious franchise one quarter movie at a time. Just like Vin Diesel intended. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> so, my question to you guys is do you consider this movie to be a Fast and Furious movie, I will ask because it's directed by the director of the Fast and the Furious, Rob Cohen. It stars Vin Diesel, and it very much feels like it could easily be within the same universe. I think one of the producers is the same, too. Uh, Neil yeah, Moritz. Neil Moritz is on. It's like, it's. I think there might have even been a trailer. I was watching, I I, I, brought, I had my physical media. <laughs> I always got to watch on physical media. I got a Blu-ray from the library. Mm-hmm. It's free, you know? You can get mm-hmm. anything from the library. They had trailers you could watch. They didn't show the trailers before the movie, but you could go to the special features and then watch the trailers. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, one for SWAT as well, <laughs> which was also, and I think it said, from the team that brought you Triple X and the Fast and the Furious. So I wonder if there was one for Triple X as well. SWAT's like, not from terrible. the Fast and Furious, from the creative team behind, <laughs> from the visionary mind of, uh, of uh, uh-huh. Rob Cohen. Was it, doesn't it also have uh, Samuel L. Jackson? Isn't he also a SWAT? I do he not is, remember. He is, yes, he is in SWAT. Yes. Huh. Wow. Okay. He's in everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. Shall we just dive right into this? Yeah, you, you lied know. to us. You yeah. said we were going to watch porn. This is Triple X. This isn't. <laughs> this isn't porn. Where your Google leads you is your problem. Right. Yeah, well, you typed it in wrong. You have to do lowercase x, capital X, lowercase x. Right. And I I that was part of why they named it such to sort of get around people, you know, trying to find it on the internet. They thought, all right, there's no way they can find this online because they're just going to find porn. But early internet, who who searches for porn with three X's in it? Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking so, for triple X. Before we actually start the movie, I want to know, had you guys seen this before? What yes. did you know uh, about it? What did you think of it? Yes. Lots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I saw it not in movie theaters. I, it was, this, was a, this is a blockbuster rental mm. for sure. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it was one of those. What? No. What is it about? Well, I think I was out once I knew his name. Xander Cage. <laughs> I was like, nope, this sounds dumb. I'm not mm. watching it. But uh, it's, it's OK. I, I saw it uh, and I was like, OK, it's 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 got that spy enough that I'm like, OK, he's got cool guns and he's got like X-ray stuff. And OK, 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 fine. I'll watch it. I own it digitally. Of course, uh, Murren is a physical media man. And I'm a <laughs> I don't media. own it, though. I do not own it. It came in a it. bundle. OK, I think mm. I had to get it along with like the, I the wish best I of Vin Diesel or whatever. No, no, no. like they, oh. they snaked this in there. There was I forget what I was buying. And they were like, you also get triple X. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> it didn't break the deal on the bundle. Like all like all those like sort of forgotten movies from like uh, Rising Sun and like mm-hmm. Passenger mm-hmm. 57 and Triple <laughs> X. 
yeah. almost you're, wow. you're really down on your Wesley Snipes movies. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have a collection. Those are two movies that I have in, as part of a collection. Did that come with Blade like, 2? Did Blade 2 <laughs> no, come no, with Blade 57? My Blade collection is just the Blade movies. Okay. I have them all. It's all not as like a Wesley thing. Snipesology. No, I have another one that's like action. It's like eight action movies, Red Alert, and like a couple of them are Wesley Snipes movies. Yeah, it's like, it's like you get these. You like you're like which one do I get? I get um, I get Crimson Tide, but also you know it's bundled <laughs> yeah. with oh with Keenan Teen Widowmaker. <laughs> It was uh, oh. Crimson Tide was bend- bend- yeah the hot the hot, uh, hot action of K nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be Vertical Limit. Uh, I'm more uh, vertical, vertical Limit. limit yeah, that would go with I this am. movie. Vertical Limit. Uh, oh, can we talk about that next? Is that a spy movie? <laughs> Me? I don't know what no. it's about. It could what? be. It's about the Vertical <laughs> don't Limit. Believe it is, but I mean, it's, it's about, about going... climbing Zid, But that's like saying this movie is about uh, what does he do? Wakeboarding, yeah. parasailing. Why don't we just get into it then? So, Zach, can you read us the synopsis from IMDb? Sure. An extreme sports athlete, Xander Cage, is recruited by the government on a special mission. Wow. Yeah, that's about that's it. it. That's it, yeah. So we start, and immediately I'm like, oh, this is Prague. I know Prague. This is Prague. I'm getting flashbacks to Ethan Hunt running away from the Akavarium restaurant. I also watched this because I own the digital version. I watched it with Rob Cohen's commentary. <laughs> oh, because I've really? seen the movie enough that oh. I was like, I don't need to know what they're saying anymore. I just mm-hmm. want to hear what Rob Cohen thinks about it. <laughs> oh, oh dear. <laughs> so oh, it adds great. Like, you're, gonna have, you're gonna have a lot of good insight to share. Did he reveal Not whatever really. <laughs> whatever the hell he did to Ozzy Argento on set? Oh, oh no. Oh, he oh. does talk about how he loves her. Oh no! Oh. It's, it's it's a. It's Sorry, a, I just had to bring that up once. We don't have to talk about it any more than that. Wait, are you, hang on a second. Since you brought it up, I knew that Asia Argento was one of the Harvey Weinstein accusers. Are you saying Rob Cohen had some problems too? Oh, Rob Cohen fell. Yeah, right. She she is an accuser for Rob Cohen as well. He. Oh. I don't know. Did he get canceled? Or I he should don't been. know. He got I hadn't heard it. He, he might not be a high profile enough director to like officially get a cancellation. Just people kind of forget about him. Yeah, it's like normal. It's normal LA. It's just he's gone. Like he's just Rob Cohen normally. It's just, yeah. just no one well, just disappears onto the boulevard of broken dreams. <laughs> yeah. You got Hurricane Heist, and we'll just end your career on that one. <laughs> By the way, Christian, you actually skipped the title scene, which oh, I wanted to mention because yeah. it like blows you out of your chair. Oh, the I triple forgot. comes flying at you if there's like a jump scare. Uh, a horror movie. I'm only using the front of my seat anyway, so it's fine. I, I, I went cushioned back. I flew. Well, back you should probably sit back a little bit. It'd be more comfortable for you. Yeah, That's probably. why they did it. So there's a guy in like a big furry coat who's looking very suspicious, and then this guy, you know, other guy in a balaclava, and he knocks him out, retrieves something from him unzips his coveralls to do the classic Bond thing of having a tuxedo underneath. But I mean, it's. It's Prague. How many people are wearing tuxedos around there? E- even with that, especially to a Rammstein concert. <laughs> right. Got to be a was my chemical moshing. romance. No, it's not. Way, my uh, <laughs> here's my first little insight into Rob Cohen. Rob yeah. Cohen's big on the European club scene. Uh, he says he loved going to European clubs. So just know that. Oh, gross. And also at the beginning of this movie, here's what he says. He goes, "I was handed this script two days before Fast and Furious came out." And he goes, and it said. Uh, extreme sports guy mixed with James Bond movies. Like, that's the... Can we say uh, F-bombs on oh, this yeah. spot? He said, he goes, this, that's the fucking best idea I've ever heard. I was like, <laughs> and, shut up, Rob. I have to... <laughs> you know, 
I think that is a great idea. I think right. I have to admit, like that concept it's is awesome. I, it's an awesome idea. Like extreme sports now, we just consider yeah. them sports because we've actually integrated them into most. <laughs> it's just regular sports. Right. Yeah. Like, when you now watch the Olympics and you see like bicycle stuff or skateboarding, skateboarding. or yeah. any of those things, you're like, oh, it's just it's a now a sport. Where in 2006, <laughs> like it's an extreme sport. Extreme. <laughs> That's why. That's where all the X's come from. It's pretty extreme. Uh, yeah, those extreme X's. with three X's. I, I hope this earns all three of those X's because the first <laughs> X is this is an extreme band. So I'm giving them mm. one X so far. Yeah, this movie is basically a Mountain Dew flavor in movie form. It is yeah, a time capsule of 2002. It really. And speaking is. of which, you know, you were talking about uh, Blade earlier. This is a nice Blade vampire party. This this is I can see that. I would assume mm-hmm. last night. Uh, just so you know, last night uh, a friend of mine. And I watched Highlander and we ah, were like, the fun. whole movie were like, you could think he's a vampire the entire movie. Like they could huh. have been the, at the end of it's, the movie, you could have just made them instead of having flashbacks to being an immortal, just have him be a vampire. And you'd be like, it's the same movie. Yeah. yeah like, nothing yeah, really that, happened. Highlander's kind of like just another version of a vampire, except he doesn't drink blood, I guess. Right. So this is a very proggy, very vampire-y party. I just heard uh, Henry Cavill's going to be remaking Highlander. I yes, did he, see yes. that. I, yeah, I'm we in. Got a lot, we got a lot of stuff yeah. squishing together. We got King Stash <laughs> coming together with uh, yeah. yeah with this and with the uh, the the fantasy stuff that he's been doing with The Witcher. He's he's kind of all over it. Mm-hmm. Have much time to be the next Bond, though. I don't know. Christian, that ship has sailed. We're gonna have to get over it. <laughs> no. What do you think of this Bond? Like our Bond life? Oh, no. He come on. He stands out like a real like I don't know, just so badly. He's yeah. He's in the full tuxedo. He's in the the heavy metal concert, and he's like trying to get through and like being super suspicious there. He definitely stands out. He was Uh a real spy. He would have turned, taken off his shirt immediately, and like tried to blend in. Yeah, or do something like don't like don't just be there with your bow tie and like pushing through the crowd. You know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of the John Walker Captain America, where you can tell he's a knockoff of the real thing. Oh. So we also see there's a guy and a girl overlooking everything on a balcony. We find out this is Yorgi and Yelena. That's Yorgi the head vampire. <laughs> yeah, he comes just, off that way. Yeah. He is he is coded as a vampire. He's yeah, like, no, gonna... yeah, you're right. The slick back hair. I feel like he doesn't have a shirt at this point, does he? I don't remember now. No, no shirt. What are you okay. saying? Come on. It's a Ramstad concert. It's too hot. There's too many open flames to be wearing a shirt at this concert. Yeah. He shouts something to one of his goons, and the goon gets out a huge gun, and then the spy like gets on stage. What are you doing, buddy? Rob's next thing about this is he liked that actor, the guy who who shoots him. Uh-huh. He's like he had wonderful almond shaped eyes. <laughs> And I'm oh like, what? what, Rob, Rob, what, what, what are you talking about? Like, why would that be the first thing you say? Not uh, his name. Not like this is Vincenzo, whatever the, you know, a great actor from, you know, the- he was the lead in Hamilton three times. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the first, yeah. It's, it's, he starts with such a weird yeah. description of him. I'm like, what? Rob, Rob Cohen's weird, man. This one stands yeah, out in yeah. his memory, I guess. This is from then. Uh, I listening to it at first. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, maybe this was like a you know, like a five year later. You know, sometimes they go back and do. Yeah, it. yeah. No, this is from then because he remembers everything. They have not talked about the second one yet. Like he oh. doesn't know what the second one's going to be named. I'll tell you when we get to it. What <laughs> uh, it actually, what he thought it was going to be named. Oh, I'm curious. Yeah, it's not oh. State of the Union. Uh, also, he probably thought Vin Diesel would be in it. Let's be right, honest. right. The spy gets on stage, gets shot. And I like this where they have the dead body just go into the crowd and it's like 
body surfing. Yeah, it's crowd surf. Or crowd surfing, rather. They think yeah. it's part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like crazier things have happened at a Rammstein yeah. concert, I'm sure. So <laughs> these thugs grab the dev- whatever device that he picked off of the other guy. And Yorgi has like this really bright green drink. And we go to DC, or we s- briefly look at DC, and then absinthe. zoom. Of course, absinthe. Absinthe. I do. Not, I don't know why I didn't think of absinthe. It's a green drink, like he's <laughs> having like a mojito. Or something. I don't know. For some reason, when I think green drink, I think of Star Trek: The Next Generation when Scotty come, gets brought back, and he has it, it is green. <laughs> when I think of a green drink, I think of like a chembio weapon, which is what's in the movie. Uh, so yeah, I was like, wait, it. I don't remember him having the chembio weapon. No. Then. It looks like what's in the missile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so we go to DC. We get a brief shot of like the monuments, and then we zoom over to a secret mountain base. Which Rob wants you to know oh. that this is one of his signature shots. Oh. That he does the flying into inaccessible places. It looked good. I <laughs> liked it. Knowing now what he was trying to do to Agent Argento, now say it makes a lot of sense. Oh, oh. <laughs> now we know that's his theme. Zach, what what mountain in DC would that be? <laughs> Like, there's he no mountains around here, right? That's, that's, that's Mount that Washington, right? <laughs> it looked pretty far away. Like, why Why do the DC shot and then zoom over to Why don't you just go into the secret base? That's NSA Mountain. <laughs> Rob also, Rob's like, this is the NSA. It's a real part of the government. He wanted to make sure you knew. <laughs> yeah, this was the is, NSA. It's basically realism. Uh-huh, it's basically boy. a kitchen sink sort of real spy movie. It's a real Tinker Tailor yeah, kind of thing, you know, just totally grounded. I should watch more movies with commentary. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fun. It can I've be. I've seen fun. this movie enough that I was like, I I gotta go to the Spy Fi guys with like a uh, a different take. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, this is my, great. My take so. and Rob's take are two different things. <laughs> I'm disappointed my Blu-ray didn't have that option. Come on, mm. yeah. gotta get that digital, man. So if you get a digital, like, how do you, do you have all the special features? Yeah, you just go into features, and it, mm-hmm. one of the features is commentary, and you just hit it, and it just starts okay. the movie with commentary. I don't know anything about how this how all that works. <laughs> when I download a movie, it's just like a file, and you can hit play or pause. Well, yeah, that's because you're stealing it. I buy movies. <laughs> <laughs> I buy it from Apple TV. I don't actually own it. Let's just say I'm renting. Oh, boy, okay, I have it in perpetuity. <laughs> I th- hey, I thought I thought it was part of a package. Uh it was. It, I don't know what it was for. I, I rent, but I rented this package. You don't actually own the movies you have on Apple TV mm. okay. or is Amazon. Like, it's not like right? in the, the internet like goes you out, will eventually you will eventually yeah. die, and then it will be passed on yes. to whoever is in when your the world. internet. When the internet goes out in my house, I do not have these movies available to me. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And when Rob Cohen releases his triple X special edition, the old ones is going to be gone. Never to be oh, seen no. again. <laughs> well, right now, just trying. Have you guys tried to look up Triple X the movie on Google? Have fun because it will put in Triple X the Return of Xander. It will not put really in, in really hard to find Triple X. I put in Triple oh, X the movie. I put in Triple X Vin Diesel. Well, that'll that, work. Yeah, but that'll that, also get you the Return of Xander Cage. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I wonder if Vin Diesel hired some like internet wiping company to like guide away from the original well you think you would wipe out the second one instead of this one yeah he's not even so. in that but that has a more no. specific title i guess it's True. harder to do it has, yeah that has a very specific title which makes no sense also anyway so speaking of you know people making things disappear here's where we meet our super spy nick fury oh wait no not really he still has both eyes it's uh nsa agent gibbons yeah, he just has a big scar a big right. burn mark on the side of his face for some reason he is very similar to Nick Fury. I kept waiting yeah. for him to try to recruit Xander to the Avengers initiative. <laughs> it's pretty close. Yeah. I also had an observation on the NSA, which, first of all, it looks like something out of Spy Kids. 
the, the that is, exterior. Look, that is the real yeah. NSA, guys. That's what it looks like. But I also like how the doors show what area of the world they focus on. So oh, yeah, given that. Yeah. goes through a door that has Europe and Russia, like in red, in red. Like, these so are the bad guys in Mexico. And they like, they'll go to the, they run outside of the door in the map. And they're like, Nope, it's not red. I can't look into stuff that's going on in Mexico. That's not in our purview. That goes to someone else. Yeah. So Gibbons says that what was the, what was that? Whatever was on the hard drive was a fragment of a complex molecule, some sort of chemical weapon called silent night. Mm -hmm. And the, we find out the organization who stole this is called Anarchy 99. Oh, and so, <laughs> so he tells this, these other two NSA um, analysts who are like discussing this whole thing that we want to try something new. We're not going to have agents. We're going to bring in mercs, convicts, the worst kind of people. What is this? Some kind of suicide squad? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is I that? wanted to be the first one to say it this time. Uh, Good job. Next, we go to a country club. There's Thank a guy you. driving up in a red Corvette. It has a bumper sticker that says skateboarding should be illegal, I think. <laughs> Can you imagine owning that car and oh, putting, no. a, uh, putting a putting uh, uh, a sticker that big on the back of it? Oh, no. Yeah. Why would you blow that up? Like, why would you not be? Why You're a senator. Did you run on skateboarding? Like probably your... seemingly. Well, this guy apparently, yeah, he's he's anti cool, basically. Yeah. Anything cool, he's <laughs> he wants to put make a law against it. So, uh, which do you guys think is more annoying? A st bumper sticker that says skateboarding should be illegal, or a bumper sticker that says I'm a skateboarder, arrest me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I've know. Seen both, I've seen both I've... of them, which is well, why I asked. <laughs> oh, I missed the second one. I th I think skateboarding should be illegal. Is I don't know. That's a little more. They're, yeah. they're like, not only is it like a real you know stuffed shirt kind of thing to have it's also very annoyingly broad yeah. like it's just like the broadest example of what of explaining who this guy is but yeah so definitely in this point we see that how tall is vin diesel uh six seven okay is he really <laughs> no really? No, oh. no no he's like five ten yeah he's he's, yeah, not, he's like he's average height Tom Cruise short but he's not as tall as like say the rock but like the way they're framing the shot it, they're, they're trying to make him look like super big and imposing. And I'm like, oh, Rob, Rob know. talks about He's this not. too. Rob talks about this. I'll oh, of course. This. We'll wait till the later scene. It happens right. after the the South American debacle. I'll, I'll okay. explain later. There's okay. a scene where he actually shows you it changing. Like he's like, we put Vin Diesel up on a hill. <laughs> Basically, is what he said. Nice cameras that Vin Diesel has added for with his gang. He and his gang of uh, whatever oh. miscreants. Well, yeah. one they have the they have the. Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers logo spray painted on the side of a van. <laughs> it's that multi-pronged arrows. It's arrows going left, right, oh, up, yeah. down. I don't know if that's actually just their logo, but that's what I see when I right. see it. I'm yeah. like, that's the Red Hot Chili Peppers logo. What? Okay, cool. It's 2002. Are they still <laughs> something that we should? Okay. I guess so. By the way, I wanted to break in here and say, according to IMDb, yeah. Vin Diesel's height is five feet. 11 and three quarters inches. That's what a small <laughs> yeah, that's man to say says. the three quarters. <laughs> oh. I can't get away says, with saying six feet, but I, I'm almost, uh, almost six feet. Yeah, yeah, I'm six feet tall, and I've never once dithered it forward or back. I've never been like, I'm six feet in a little because no one cares. Mm -hmm. But if you're, he's not 5'11 and three quarters, let's, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's no, one. There's no way. He's like almost 5'11, probably. Probably. And he just stretched it. Uh, Xander, well, I guess we never addressed that. Yeah, his name is Xander Cage. He, yes. he stole the car, rigged those cameras, and then and they also like filled it up with gas, which, okay. That's very mm. conscientious. Yeah. It blows up better, I yeah. think. Yeah. Ah, there you go. So the senator calls cops, 
and Xander, he's yeah, he's doing this like multi-camera live stream while he's driving. Or oh, I guess it's not a live. I think it's just well, a welcome to the Xander Zone. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. He has a I, show. I don't think it's live because one, it's two thousand two. Two, there was no YouTube. That's true. That's why I was like, it's not live stream, but it's just a recording. But it's he's got all the angles. I was I was impressed. Like all right, like three different angles on that car. Uh, the yeah, he shoots multiple cameras in the car. The the cameras are clunky as hell. I I assume they're gonna blow up. That's why they have them like all they're like in like metal sheaths mm -hmm. like in armor uh rob robert robert does talk about this scene <laughs> this uh, was a huge scene they shot it in california it's the third largest blah 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 doesn't mm -hmm. matter and this is one oh, they take. shot it in california crazy <laughs> one take and it's um, 18 cameras and all the cameras are different oh, wow. types huh. at 720 like they did like film video uh, video cam, like little mm -hmm. thing. They did all the stuff. They did it for real. He's like, we just wanted to have all the coverage as if we were like shooting the Xander zone. Like the way they're shooting it is a lot of cameras. So they're like, we're mm -hmm. going to shoot at the exact we're gonna, same We're going to do it as if, as if the Xander zone was real. I kind of <laughs> wish it was. So they did a, that <laughs> shot once. Yeah, that sounds That's right. Cool. Good job. Good job. I think this is probably my favorite part of the movie. So good job. <laughs> While he's doing the stream, he's talking about how Senator Dick try to ban mm. rap music and violent video games and i think he said rock music didn't was he it rock? i thought it was rap i thought it was rap yeah so that would make sense it's so 2002 when we were still trying to ban music when music right. was the problem and video games now no one even talks about that anymore although every once in yeah, a while like the, when, the when most the most shooting, evil politician you could imagine is like anti like anti cool <laughs> just like it wants to get rid of the, like the stuff the kids like it's not mm, like today now that our, our politicians are back to just being like oh i can just be racist like mm. it's cool for me just to be like i don't like black people i could just be like that that's where we've gone. Yeah. We've gone from them suddenly saying, I don't like rap music. Mm -hmm. to, I don't like these people. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, America. We've done it. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're making <laughs> progress. Though I don't think we've heard the end of Let's Ban Violent Video Games. No. Well, that always comes up every uh, time there's a school shooting, and then they yeah. find out the guy played zero video games. And you're like, yeah, he's that's not that's not the kind of person that... It's not exactly a common denominator. No. no. All video games need to be violent, because they're, <laughs> they're not fun if they're not violent. Conflict is the essence of drama. Mm. Not every game can be roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good stunt. And at the mm -hmm. bottom, uh, convertible, uh, Tony Hawk and two other dudes who are probably, <laughs> I'm not going to look them up, but are, I'm uh -huh. sure Rob said their names. Wait, was it really Tony Hawk? I yeah. love Tony Hawk in this movie. Yeah, Tony Hawk's totally have. He's in the. He's he's part of the crew. I guess what? I'm one of those people who doesn't recognize Tony Hawk when I see him. <laughs> I, I guess honestly, so. I didn't. I didn't either. I, I feel like I should. Is this some sort of reverse that. racism, Christian? No, but this is a thing. Like Tony, people yeah. meet Tony, Tony Hawk, is and he like white. He, and he just doesn't. He is, he does look pretty. Like he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't have very. If you put if you put Murren and Zach and Tony Hawk in the same room, it, yeah. Christian would be hard pressed to be able to be like. Oh, uh, which uh, you'd have to ask some you have to ask some questions like how many bones uh, have you broken and like yeah. you know. And well, fairness, you can tell Tony Hawk because he's wearing those cut-off board shorts. Those like, like yeah, uh, yeah. Which fingers. one of us has a helmet with stickers on it? <laughs> which one of you has a helmet? Well, you ride a bike, so you have a helmet. Well, it's a different kind of helmet. It doesn't uh, have full sure. stickers on it. But Christian may not know the difference between helmets. He may he nope. may think that a bicycle helmet is the same thing as a skateboard <laughs> helmet. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know his bona fides uh, when it comes to uh, extreme sports. What is? I don't think about. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> the skateboarding helmet is more round and not as straight. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It's not like wind resistant. Like That's it's just right. a big, yeah. I, I wear a, 
Here's my street cred. I wear a skateboarding helmet. When One you're riding bike. Ah, nice. I always cool. have one of those bell ones. Those ones mm-hmm. that are uh, black. Nice. They're just round. They're not nice. like they, I don't wear the, the the one that looks like you're freaking going to the Tour de France. I always <laughs> looks like your hair got like whipped back. You know, yeah, like, it's, yeah, that's a big I, point I, in the back. I see someone wearing that and like the shades, like the 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 the, the mm-hmm. reflective shades. I'm like, you're trying too hard, sir. You're trying too hard. <laughs> Well, also now I wear ride a Peloton. It's in my house. I don't wear the helmet in inside. So just so you know, but you never know. You never know <laughs> what could happen on this. Give you extra speed I when you old, ride I on. I fall it. over it every time. You never know. Well, I think I've mentioned this before, but I read a study that said if everyone wore a bicycle helmet while they were driving a car, they would be like eighty percent more likely to survive fatal auto crashes. Huh. Oh, but good nobody's point. gonna do it because no. you look like a dork. I thought that I mean, was I interesting. We didn't really actually say what the stunt was. So he he drives the uh, the Corvette off of the bridge and base jumps out of the Corvette. Which didn't they do this in Fast Five? Except without parachutes. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Well, Fast Five had not come out at this point. Oh, yeah. So when they did it again, when they do it in, in Fast, Fast Five, Five like, I was like, hey, did they do this in Triple X? <laughs> Maybe it's in X. And all those guys yeah. in the convertible that are going to help are uh, are all like extreme sports people. Yep. I don't okay. know their cool. names, but they are. Oh, also, I love that the guys, did you see that in that two seconds, the guys in the Corvette, oh, sorry, my microphone, uh, down in, in the Corvette in those two seconds, they ran down to that fiery crash. Right, and the somehow cameras, got and came the cameras, back. right? No problem. And the cameras are smoking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they ran down there in, t- in, in uh, no sleeves. Oh, man. Cut off shirts and just like, hey, man, I'm going to go get the cameras out of the fiery wreck. Got yeah, you gotta get these back to the editing bay, uh, bro. <laughs> I did love the music here. Like th- again, time capsule of two thousand two. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah the, the music whole soundtrack is, is was like something of Tony Hawk's pro skater. Oh man, no, Tony Hawk's pro skater is more. It's a little more pop punk. This is more. Uh, this is more like new metal. I would <laughs> okay. say, I think, but there's, I there's think, some overlap. For I, and sure. I think Tony Hawk would be the first person to tell you he's not this kind of cool he is dad cool <laughs> mm-hmm. like he's always yeah. been like real like he's like oh he's the approachable one he, he's, you know? always, yeah, he's always been this like i'm a big tony x pro skater fan like uh, i play that all the time and he, he's always yeah I, I know him enough like he's always been the skater who wears all the pads and the helmet whereas like the, the skaters who are like trying to be cool will like oh i don't wear i don't wear any like protective gear mm-hmm. it's about getting hurt and he's like no i'm gonna be reasonable and try and like no i have children and a career yeah. <laughs> and he made a ton of money uh, I mm-hmm. was just watching something uh, the other day. Here's a little, your Tony Hawk fact. Uh, he was going to be, he did. They did a Space Jam too. He's in the sequel to Space Jam. Gosh. It, but it's a Tony Hawk based. Like, right. It was like base. Skate Jam, right? It was supposed yeah. to be. That actually exists. Yep, it doesn't exist. They Good didn't idea. It. Oh, it was going they to. They were happen. going to. Yes. And then he, he was approached, uh, they Looney Tunes back in action, like yep. tanked. And so they never did it. Oh, yeah, but probably. he was going to be in a, a yeah. sequel to Space Jam. But he was big. Mm-hmm. And in oh, 2002, yeah. I would say he was probably for the pro circuit. He would be the he would be the father figure. He's not. He's now the granddad of the sport. Mm-hmm. But he would have been like the the founding father of extreme sports. <laughs> he's definitely a household name. I don't he's think I can tell you any other name. <laughs> I yeah, cannot I... name one other extreme sports. No. What about Sean? Sean White. Snowboard. Yeah, Sean White. No. That's right. Because nope. he also White had a video was, game. Was Sean White yeah, he did have a game, but it wasn't really as popular. <laughs> anyway, so Xander and his crew would drive away, and then they Xander by himself motorcycles to his place, and he like turns on the light. It's all dark. Turns on the light, and there's a party happening. And we have 
like his, I guess his agent, who was played by Eve. I would say she's more like his manager. Our manager, yeah. Who like threw a party there. That he's like, people were coming up to him. Someone comes up saying, you should have your own video game. Speaking of also, Tony Hawk. Uh, also, no, also, I, uh, I wrote it down. I'm sorry. Uh, I wrote it down because I considered for a favorite quote. She says, an athlete like you really should have his own video game. <laughs> That's pretty good. I think calling him an athlete like, is a little bit of a stretch. Hmm. We haven't yeah, seen, seen what he's, he's fully capable of yet. Right. We haven't seen we've him seen ride a, a serving tray down a down a. <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel. Uh, we've uh, Mern and I have seen the chunkification of Vin Diesel mm-hmm. as it goes oh. along. Right That's now, what I was thinking in, about when, he, when I'm watching this. Cut. He's cut in this movie. Like he's still in prime yeah. form. Yeah, like now comparing this to even like Fast Five, it's like, oh yeah, he, he you know he's got a chunkier, but here he's yeah. like lean and ripped. Yeah, like he has pecs in this movie, like mm-hmm. real pecs. He's not wearing a compression T-shirt. <laughs> he now wears compression T-shirts to hold in his dad bod, which, hey, I'm fine. I mean, yeah. He's in but, his 50s now. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how Vin Diesel is one of those guys who hit, he became a movie star at like 35. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, he was unknown in his 20s when he was in like really prime. Like if you watch the sh- the, the Street Sharks video, he's really, he looks great <laughs> in that. I'm hey, sorry, what? wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, but this, okay, there's a Street Sharks <laughs> There's a video, if you type in Vin Diesel, Street Sharks, he was hired, uh, you know, when he was a struggling actor in the early 90s. Uh, I, I, mean, I remember Street have... Sharks. Yeah, you know, so there's a video of him at, like, a toy fair, and he was hired to be what? at the Street Sharks booth or something. Oh, and it's man. a video of him just, like, showing, like, demonstrating what the she- Street Sharks do. And it's I need incredible. to find this. <laughs> it's awesome. absolutely incredible. He uh, has hair too, I believe, at that point. What? Yeah, he, he has like short hair, and, oh, uh, and he looks he looks amazing. And it, it makes me kind of a uh, it's it's a wonderful video. He really commits to to showing you about the street sharks, and uh, and he, <laughs> well, he, he was in Boiler Room too. He was like a minor role in Boiler Room at this point. And then yeah, Rain, wait, when Reindeer did Games Ryan come out? Because he's in that too, isn't he? Yeah, that was his first big yeah. thing. So when he's in the Street Sharks video, does he talk with everything is like this? He, he his voice isn't as gravelly, but uh-huh. it's like for a guy that young, it's still pretty low. Like he still has a voice. Yeah, it's not that his voice is gravelly in this movie; it's that it doesn't seem to change timbre or pitch. <laughs> That's just no, yeah. the same. It's at a constant, yeah, no matter what the situation or stress level. If he was wearing an so Apple Watch, like... his his pulse would be seventy eight at all times. This whole movie. Like, <laughs> like that scene from Equilibrium stuff. with the thing where it goes up and down. Oh and yeah, straight. Then... great movie. Uh, Much mm. better than this one. Mm. We'll get there. So, <laughs> as all this party is happening, all of a sudden, a bunch of troops swarm in. One of them hits Xander with a trank, which to me you make it seem like three or four troops come in. Okay, seventy-five a, a lot of assault troops. troopers yeah. come into this party <laughs> through every window <laughs> and turn off the lights. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what? There's also a little bit of dramatic irony here because right before the lights go off, he says, "I'm oh, untouchable." That's right. He's like, yeah, because like his like uh, his uh, manager is like telling him to lay low, go to Bora Bora or something. Right, but, but why would he say that he's untouchable? That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. He's just so good at getting away. Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he just he just stole a car of a senator and crashed it, and then he's just fine. And like, videotaped like, it. And oh, yeah. videotaped it, and he's like, <laughs> I can get away with anything. <laughs> I guess I would come to the same conclusion if I were him. Yeah. But, but yeah, this little dart that he pulls out of himself, it looks like, it reminded me of episode two, the Camino Saber yep. Dart. I was like, that looks like I had to go with the Camino Saber Dart. Cloners. 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 
Yep, that's uh, exactly what. Oh, Rob wants you to know that pays yeah. off later in the movie. Uh, the reason ooh. why they are even showing this dart <laughs> is for a late for, for a joke later in the movie. They're gonna show it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll see it again, and that's basically the joke. Uh, and also, he want Rob. Rob here. I'm gonna tell you the things Rob wants you to know. Rob uh-huh. wants you to know how much effort went into those tattoos. <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel does not have any tattoos. Right. And I think to this day, Vin Diesel may not have any tattoos. I can't. Surprising. Yeah. Hey, why why would you like ruin a... this perfect Mona Lisa work of ours, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> you don't just put a perfect mustache on Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to get a mustache tattoo. I can grow my own mustache if I want to. <laughs> I can totally grow hair. I can totally I shave yeah, my head totally because hair. I want to. He wants you to know that tattoo is not airbrushed on. It's some new process. So whatever. It's 2002. Uh-huh. So this is this is a new process. Some cool. new technique. Thanks, Rob. Okay. Yeah. Rob knows every tattoo that's on his arm. He's like, there's that tiger and there's an eye. And then there's, he names like with these weird things. I'm like, Rob, why do you know what's on his arm? Like, do you have something to do with like getting his tattoos made? Probably. Yeah. Creative control. This scene where he gets drugged and abducted by the NSA reminded me, not for the last time of Hudson Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. This movie oh, yeah. is very similar to Hudson Hawk. You can blame Jonathan for us watching that because because it popped up on their feed. I was like, oh, we should do that. The damn good movie. <laughs> it is. It is a very Hudson Hawk. It's, uh, a, it's a it's a guy that doesn't do this. Once mm-hmm. they want him to do some espionage and don't care how he does it. And yep. then he just wings his way through it. I wish I wish Vin Diesel would sing and be like, done, done. Dun. Oh, oh God! <laughs> In a little musical theaters, sing and dance, uh, song and dance sequence. It is yeah. Vin Diesel is always like the only, like he, this and Fast and Furious both. He's like, it's crazy that Vin Diesel would be a spy, but we kind of have to hang a lantern on it and just be like, yeah, it's crazy. Everyone thinks it's crazy, but he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob also wants you to know this is not the uh, diner from. Pulp Fiction. I did think about that, especially when Samuel Jackson shows up. Yes, he wanted to make sure you knew that it was not. He goes, "It's close." He goes, "It's downtown L.A. It's uh, it's next to LAX." Yeah. Okay. So he wants you to he wants you to know that this is what yeah. Rob wants you to know. <laughs> so speaking That's of the right. diner, so Xander wakes up in the diner. Waitress says that you know two big guys dropped him off and said to look after him, and he starts. Is this the beginning of Toretto Vision? <laughs> yes, this is his Toretto tingle. Yeah, he he uh, he has the Sherlock Holmes powers. Right. He, oh, uh, he starts Rob looking Link, around. Rob brings that up. He's like, like Sherlock Holmes, we want <laughs> Xander Cage to solve this mystery. Oh, God. You know, I actually like this up. part. I, like uh, this part I, I do. <laughs> You'll like this part until you hear what Rob says about that woman's ankles. Oh, yeah. no. When she walks by in those, like, she's in, like, black pumps. Right. Like, like, yeah. like higher pumps and, and a waitress. So you're already like, well, no waitress would wear those shoes. Mm-hmm. And he goes... This actress, she doesn't have pretty legs. <laughs> he oh. says that. And I'm like, oh, Thanks, no, Rob. Rob, Rob wow. no. Sh- 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 I'm sure she doesn't want to hear this. I know she knows. I'm did you, did you say this commentary was like, for, it was, oh, yeah, he wasn't referencing the sequel. So it was probably no, around the time was it was not. released. This was all about the, like, none of, nothing. This was when Rob was hot, riding high on the hog. He had made <laughs> at, uh, Fast and Furious. He had made Fast and Furious had just come out to yeah. critical acclaim. Right, this one, only yeah. yeah. Back to back years of the Fast and the Furious oh. and Triple X. He's probably feeling pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Peaked. He peaked. Yes. Yeah, that was definitely his peak. You want to yell it? You want to yell into the camera? You peaked. This is, this is as far as it goes. <laughs> 
Uh, no, Rob, don't don't show your hubris this much. It's not going to go this well. No, please don't longer. even bring up Asia Argento. Please don't even talk about her. Oh, two guys who are who rob the diner, but and Xander like easily dispatches both of them, and we see yeah, Gibbons is in a corner booth. Xander, yeah, he uses. I'm going to just say Toretto vision mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, figure this all out, figure out that, oh yeah, the stockbroker is reading the financial times on a Sunday when the markets close. Hey, I have a question. Yes. What doesn't, what doesn't make sense about that? A stockbroker can read the financial times anytime they want. Yeah. You want to be planning ahead for Monday. I was just saying I wouldn't punch, punch anybody in the face based on that evidence. Okay. That's all. Well, he said, he, well, that was like, he's said unlikely, but you know, not, not, you know, not nothing, unreasonable. All right. Unreasonable. Fair enough. He says that's unlikely. That yeah. was, just I wish it was more like that. I wish he like came up with all these things. Like what made you a trip to up? Uh, well, this guy's reading the financial times and it's Monday. Well, no, it's actually not or Sunday. Well, actually it's Monday. Oh, right. You don't know how long uh, he's like, been it'd out. Be better if he like, didn't know like, <laughs> like, coming up with all these like things that weren't real. <laughs> well, if you look at the guy in the back, he's flipping burgers with his left hand. When we all know you would flip burgers with your right hand. Everybody's like, well, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, what what he, he just, he's just walking around, gesticulating, like being all Sherlock <laughs> homie and not really doing anything real. Uh, uh, I love it. Oh, oh, there's the clapping. Yes. I'm watching it right now. I just, want uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but really, shotgun. that is a Toretto gun. Ah. That, is a, that is a Toretto. Uh, always Toretto always has a shotgun and it's right. always thought off. Huh. Like we said before that, you know, the thing that was tipped him off was the waitress in high heels. But of course, this is all a test. And so they trank him again and he wakes up in a military plane. There's a bunch of soldiers and then a few, like two guys who look like Xander. Like one <laughs> of them was also bald as well. And they, and they look at each other like, hey. You're bald too. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> well, I was like, who are these guys? Oh, guys. I feel like they're supposed to know who they are. They they're say, the bottom of like, the bot barrel. We saw them earlier at the NSA. They're the Suicide Squad. Yeah, but like, yeah, Xander uh, is like, oh, you 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 passed the diner test too, and they all kind of yeah. laugh. Did like, did each of them just come Seemingly. from? Are they all in the so. same? Yeah. Like, they, they or all different diners. Amount. Maybe one of them. There were three different diners set up. Maybe what, or even more. One of them was probably the actual diner from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And how many? How many awful. diners does the NSA have for this <laughs> test? Like, <laughs> we need to run at least ten of these simultaneously at mm-hmm. all times. <laughs> so they're about to Operation Dumbo Drop these guys. <laughs> and this is weird. The, the plane basically lands and mm-hmm. then they like deploy parachutes so that j- just so they just get so they pulled can, out of the plane pulled out, exactly yeah so Rob they can't wants you get to away. know that is a way that that's how they actually drop off uh, um uh supplies and things supplies, that, yes but not people never humans obviously okay well if they had like, you you this is a movie so they've heightened the <laughs> okay but <laughs> I, what i don't get is is why not just if they have parachutes already just, why not just, just have them jump yeah because they could I don't know. They want them to land in that specific spot. Because they only maybe. have those know. kind of parachutes that are attached to hooks <laughs> and things. They're like those the parachutes really that parachutes. slow down drag Let's drag cars. Those yeah, aren't those are like human. Shoots, yeah. yeah, those are yeah, those are not full parachutes. Uh, I like that Xander stands up like that was fun. Vin Diesel <laughs> I live for this because they slow you down. <laughs> I love that he's still wearing those horrible uh, motorcycle. Oh, the oh pants. right, he's the motocross pants. Yeah, motocross pants. <laughs> <laughs> Was he Which wearing those in the candy. diner? Has he changed since no, they came? No, he's been yeah. wearing them since the party. That was the what he wore to the party. How many was days he wearing was that been? when he did his jump? Uh, he might have changed after the no, jump. I think okay. he changed. I think because he, he went in the water, days. right? All uh, right. No, there was no water there. No, there's oh, no there water. That, uh, Rob wants you to know that it's famously never had any water in it. 
It's just yeah. a, it's just a, a canyon, a yeah, dry canyon. True, yeah. I just assumed so, there was water there because it was so, a bridge. So yeah, they all they all land, and one dum dum is just grabbing cocaine plant. Right, because this is Columbia. Because you can just take bits of cocaine plant, and that's not going to do anything. Dude. Uh-huh. That's that's nothing. Oh, and uh, our uh, our fearless leader Rob Cohen is coming in on that horse. That's Rob Cohen. Uh, just so oh you yeah, know. great, great, great. Uh, and just so you know, Rob Rob wants you to know that anybody that uh, does triple x wrong gets wronged gets gets their comeuppance see oh does like the does the character triple x act they don't they don't <laughs> he isn't called triple x yet though no called xander or, just or xander or x yeah you mean yeah. like throughout the movie anyone, anyone who wrongs him gets their yeah. comeuppance and even some people who didn't wrong him like the senator yeah <laughs> what what about uh what about augustus gibbons he makes him listen to opera <laughs> and which he is his reaction is like the worst wrong he could imagine right well, I guess his comeuppance was that he was wrong about Xander. Uh, he, didn't, he, didn't he had to learn. Them. He had to be be uh, show, put in his place. Shown that. I love, uh, I love that Danny Trejo shows up and that Rob Cohen's like, yeah. Well, who else would we have got? <laughs> that, was his, that was his note on that. I'm like, it's true. <laughs> I who was else? not expecting Danny Trejo there to show up That's as great. the people in person to torture them. I know. Yeah, with I the machete. With it, it was that, uh, that there just wasn't more of him. Like he was just kind of uh, playing a generic role that mm-hmm. just had a few lines. Danny Trejo said something where it's like someone came out and was like, "Aren't you're like get typecast a lot? Like you're always like the Chicano dude with the tats." And he's like, "Well, that's who I am." I so am I guess they're just the casting tats. me correctly. Yeah. There you go. Xander keeps thinking that it's a task, but of course, but once like Machete holds the machete up to him, and he's like, "Well, that actually smells like real blood," and he realizes, "Oh, this is not a test." Mm-hmm. And like it, right it around that is, time, basically. well, it's just not a test, but it's real. Yeah. Rob wants yeah. you to know that he came up with the spinning. The spinning. When, like when, uh, he when Danny Trejo punches oh, him, right, he spins, yeah. he pivots. Yeah. Uh-huh. They originally was not part of it. Uh, that's uh, a, that's a cool is, trick. Vin Diesel's in a rig that is, uh-huh. he goes, it's all around his crotch. He's being held up by a Oof. wire. Yeah. And, and he says, it's very uncomfortable. Did, like, you, did mm-hmm. you hear my Star, my uh, Star Wars reference? I said, that's no. a neat trick. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he, he's also got, uh, it, if you look at their mouths, you'll see uh, air coming out of it. It's not, it's 22 degrees. Oh, of course. <laughs> while they're shooting this. It's freezing cold in the winter. <laughs> he goes. He goes. This was a uh, us getting ready for what we were about to go through when we get to Prague and how freezing cold it is for the rest of the movie. <laughs> they go. Yeah, this is not shot in Mexico. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. shot where it's like freezing cold. So you'll oh. see their breath. And was it actually shot in Colombia or where was it shot? No, no, no. They planted four thousand of those cocaine plants. Oh, wherever, probably in California. I'm, I'm assuming. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Maybe it's in like the mountains of California. There's a there's a a a shot later where you actually can see the mountain. Mm -hmm. You know, like the the like the South American mountain. That is a matte painting. Huh. Wow. And I was like, oh, they actually put a matte painting, like an old school Star Wars matte painting anymore. And so anytime you are pulled back further than that that scene, um, it's it's a matte painting. I was like, oh, that's all right. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Thanks, Rob. Way to go. One thing. Thank you. (laughs) One good thing. Yeah. And this whole set, obviously, Rob was big on talking about the helicopter. Uh, You know, the literally the shit goes down. They uh, Xander, you know, gets out from Danny Trejo's. I'm surprised he couldn't just break those break the rope that his hands were tied. He's not Dominic Toretto. Dominic Toretto Mm. would break through that. Your deadlifted uh, whole car. Yeah, yes. but he, he's he's surprisingly agile in this. He yeah, kind of right? like, he does like a little. Flip. He like Mission Impossible, like Rogue, like uh, Ethan Hunt, yeah. Rogue Nations, that like up up the uh, up the rafters. He shimmies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, this, uh, is, this is young, see, young agile. The, uh, we get to see uh, Xander's like code. Like he, there's a man down, so he doesn't leave him. Mm-hmm. 
this is kind of like the Xander code. That's right. So he goes get some wheels. Code from being in extreme sports. (laughs) Yes. If someone, like you're snowboarding with someone and they fall, you you have to stop and get them. (laughs) Yeah, snowboarders and and uh, the uh, Marines all have the same code. (laughs) Never leave a man behind. Opposite of the pirate code. (laughs) So he gets on a bike and he starts. Thank God, there's a motocross bike there. There's always one where he's it. And, and uh, what's that? Star Trek Beyond, where there's just a convenient mo- motorbike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that helicopter that's shooting the the gun, those mm-hmm. rounds are $5 each. Rob Cohen said that the producer hated this scene because <laughs> they're shooting thousands and thousands uh, of those bullets. Those little tracer rounds. Uh-huh. Right. Because they're not obviously real bullets, but they're right. like tracer. They're, they're, fi- they're real tracers, but they're not tracers. There's no bullet. Yeah. There's yeah. no projectile. Yeah. It just yeah. makes that thing go out. That light, yeah. They each cost five dollars. That was an yeah. interesting. Take time. that, Neil H. Moritz, <laughs> producer of Triple X and the Fast uh, and the Furious, my frequent collaborator. Yeah, this scene was a great finale of the movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're twenty-two minutes into the movie. Right, lots of explosions. There's him or jumping up on a bike, jumps the bike through barbed wire. That was I'll- real. Uh huh. Okay. A guy really did that move. They did all BMX moves. Uh, Rob said that they wanted to, like, the point was to showcase his extreme sports. That's an actual, obviously, that's not him. Uh, the one, when the shot where you can see uh, mm-hmm. Vin Diesel's face, yeah. it's either they did do a face a face uh, um, thing where they uh, reproduce his face, face on place, him yeah. digitally, but they also have one where uh, there's one close up. He's on a rig sideways, and they have, uh, like, the rig uh, would just fly through the air. All right. I mean, it looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Like the face replacement the, the nice, wasn't obvious. The nice thing about Vin, Di- like the, having a bald lead is I think it's just easier to like swap <laughs> a smooth, in a bald yeah, stunt. A yeah. Lead. Having a smooth lead is, is, is a, po- a yeah. positive for a CG. You don't have to get oh. the hair just right. It's just, it's just smooth. They, mm-hmm. um, uh, this is where we will talk about, uh, throughout the rest of the movie, Rob's mm-hmm. coins a phrase. And I don't know if it's real. All right. He calls it cubist editing. Because okay. all, of, all of the shots of him jumping, if you ever notice when he jumps ramps or later uh-huh. on when he jumps that big jump and explodes, you see him jump it basically like three or four times. Because you see yeah. him go up, and then he goes up from another angle, and then he goes up from another angle. So it's the anime thing. Yeah, it, they're showing, he's what, he, what Rob was saying was, I wanted a two-second stunt to look like a ten-second stunt. Okay. So he it's he called it cubist editing, where you would take each angle and then show it from that angle. I don't know where the cubist comes from. I think it's mm. literally because it's a cube. Like uh, a cube has sides. I guess I can see that. So he calls it this. He goes, in this whole movie, you'll see like when he jumps that first uh, cocaine thing, you see him jump it four times. That's not <laughs> bad editing. That's on purpose. <laughs> At least that's what Rob is saying. <laughs> when, he, when he describes it that way, it sounds so much cooler than it actually turned right, out. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's like, because when you watch it, you're like, because you yeah. you're like, you're like, he jumps, he jumps, he jumps, he jumps, but it's from four different angles. Yeah, it didn't, didn't enhance the moment for me too much. No, it does in the big jump. I think the big jump looks better because you can see the like you can see all the stuff around it because that's a real mm-hmm. that really happened he goes oh right. that's practical mm. and that giant jump when that guy jumps the building they had the mortars pointing outward and they okay. built a ramp up and a ramp down that was made out of solid steel and reinforced mm-hmm. so it wouldn't blow up from underneath huh. mm-hmm. and the explosions if you watch it Just... they blow sideways ah. it's bending the ramp but it's not b- destroying it huh wow so cool. it, I was again like 
they got none of the stunts in this movie look like shit. No, yeah, no, they they no. look good. And there's also a moment where he like does some bike foo and knocks his bike yeah. into a guy shooting at the other uh, like the that's, other uh, guy. That's gold tooth. Gold tooth. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And oh, that's right. Because his gold teeth like gold get knocked. He gets his come, the... comeuppance. He gets his comeuppance. So, yeah. yeah, he uh, wronged Triple X, so he gets what's coming to him. He that's gets a his Superman. Little... That's called like a Superman handstand or something. Where you when you lay oh, is that what he was underneath. talking about? Because he mentions. I even wrote out wrote it down. It is a uh, where is it? Superman seat grab barrel roll. Yeah, it's when you grab nice. the seat and your legs are flying behind you, and then you pull yourself back onto the bike. Now, if you do that off off a half pipe and then you revert. As you, as you land, then it doubles the points. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Coming in with the Tony Hawk information. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just so you know. That also happens so, probably in SSX Tricky, the snowboarding game I used to play. On, uh, I remember on, that. On, uh, uh, Goddamn, that game is good. That SSX had a pretty good soundtrack as well. Yeah, because it had, uh, that has, it's tricky. That when you <laughs> rock around you. Not the new SSX Tricky, it sucks. But the first mm-hmm. SSX Tricky, or maybe it was the second, was amazing. <laughs> It was basically a Sonic the Hedgehog, but oh. with with a snowboard. Interesting. Yeah, you were always yeah. trying right. to like get like points and and, and rings and things, mm. and it was like you were doing these crazy stunts. And yeah, you would basically <laughs> do a flip in the air, grab your board. It was a button masher. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I miss those. So yeah, this whole scene is really cool. Lots of action, explosions, stunts. I thought the whole movie was going to be like this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Finally gets over to the other bald guy. And then they get surrounded by troops who are like in like ghillie suit, yeah. suits. Yeah. And, like, you hear on the walkie-talkie, he's like, oh, looks like we got him. And then he likes like, okay, I'm safe. And then he finds the guy. And then yeah. I guess that was all a trap or something. They're, atta- they're attacked like right. cocaine plants. They're yeah. dressed like cocaine. And so I guess they killed all the other or took in all the other guys. Like the, the 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 real bad people. Seemingly. Yeah. Well, Samuel right. Jackson says later we knew the military was coming, so okay. we put you in the middle of it to see if you survive. So it was and another decoys. So the yeah. whole scene was pointless. So I didn't really <laughs> like that. Now, see that for me is more spies like us and less Hudson Hawk. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they don't well, really test Hudson Hawk that much. But the constantly getting knocked out clothes. and captured and so on, that's very Hudson mm-hmm. Hawk. I wish, I wish Vin Diesel was wearing that little pork pie hat that, <laughs> that uh, Hudson Hawk wears. Mm-hmm. Always asking about cappuccinos. Cappuccinos. Mm. <laughs> you know, I will uh, say as time has passed, Hudson Hawk's memory gets better and better. Also, we watch worse movies. That's right. That's <laughs> why. That's how I, I mean, just so you know, this is not a Hudson Hawk thing, but mm-hmm. this is, that's how I like knew that my wife was, to this day, my wife was going to be my wife. Mm-hmm. In college, she bought me on VHS Hudson Hawk my freshman year nice. and gave it to me knowing that I liked it. Oh, and that's I was awesome. Like, I was like, Do you still have it? God, no. <laughs> wow. Wife, what a romantic. Yes. The wife, <laughs> yes. Do you have shit that your significant other gave you from freshman year in college? No. Yeah, I don't know. Never gave me anything that cool, unfortunately. Also, it was, I mean, it'd be like someone giving you like a horse and then you getting a car and being like, well, I'm going to keep the horse forever. <laughs> no, I didn't keep the VHS tape of mm-hmm. Hudson Hawk. I probably wore it out, if anything, which is oh, the most, that's yeah. the most like. That shows that you really love. appreciated yeah, it. That's yeah. The greatest love. <laughs> So this is the scene that I was talking about earlier about um, Vin Diesel's height. All right. Yeah. Yeah. When they're close talking, if you look at it right now, uh, when Samuel Jackson starts talking, he's shorter than Vin Diesel. Hmm. And Rob says, there's a hill there. We put, we put Vin Diesel on the hill. So he's taller. Uh, Now when Samuel Jackson will walk around his shoulder and be in control and telling mm -hmm. him what he's going to want him to do, he's then taller than Vin Diesel. 
Oh, Interesting. That shows it's like a that metaphor for the power, power dynamic has changed. Yeah. Oh, I see. I get it. <laughs> see, I better just commentary. The you gotta watch the commentary. <laughs> you, you pick up some cool, cool directing tips from, from mm -hmm. Bobby. Yeah, he has a couple interesting lines here. Gibbons does. He says things like, "We want people who are something tattooed and uncivilized." And I was like, wow, what's your problem with tattooed people? <laughs> 2002, we hated rap music and we hated skateboarders. So, of course, we hate uh, tattooed people because tattooed yeah, people are but gross. Luckily, Triple X changed all that, really changed the discourse. He really mm -hmm. changed the whole. Yeah. And now, and now I can get my Triple X on my neck and not worry about losing my job. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, how many could, people do you think even... actually got that tattoo after this movie? Oh, so oh, many God. douchebags. Oh, dear. So many douchebags have it. <laughs> And they're like, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Although when I looked at the tattoo now, it's not like I didn't know, realize that the the middle X, the big X in the middle is not filled in red. It's just like black and white or black and skin color. Huh. It's not a great tattoo. Yeah. So then also in this part, Gibbon says, this is the part where I normally just put my gun to your head and tell you what to do. I was like, what? <laughs> You're just going to threaten him? And that's then how the NSA works, apparently. <laughs> Apparently so. And oh, he yeah. explains again that this is like the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And we get our, and then we get a really nice yeah. Star Wars style wipe, except mm. it's with a airplane. It's with a airplane. plane. Yeah. Uh, yes. The plane goes up and we're in Prague. Yeah. That's a Cohen original. We see the Charles Bridge, my favorite part of Prague, because of course I love course. that first Mission Impossible. That's the mm -hmm. best bridge. I know it's... we know that bridge. We know that sidewalk. We know mm -hmm. all the stuff in Prague. <laughs> we're all about Prague. And there's so much of Prague. I would, I would, I would love. To actually go to Prague. Oh, it's great. That was I, I love. Oh, being you should. Yeah, I remember you took pictures of everywhere. You were like trying to like you know replicate, recreate everything. Yep. <laughs> now, is there is there a reason for this plot to take place in Prague except no. for Rob Cohen wanting to go dance in those clubs? Uh, no, I think it, also just just money wise. I'm oh sure. yeah, I mean it's cheap to film. Sure. That's why I like. He says he goes. Yeah. I liked it because it that's was, reason it's, enough. It's, I guess. medieval. It's 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 medieval in some places, yet also a bustling city. He goes, it's perfect. It's the perfect back. And I mean, I, we'll get, I want to get back to that point later, actually, because when when we get to into the main, like, you know, climax of the film, I I question, like, Prague, really? I will yeah, say that longtime listeners of the Spyfy guys know that we've often talked that Prague is often used as a stand in for generic, generic Eastern European. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Generic European that's city. Yeah. How this felt in this movie is mm -hmm. like, oh, we're just, uh, I guess that's the city we'll go to. I but, feel yeah, like this somewhere. is only the second time that we, in the movies we've covered that it's actually standing in for Prague, like other than right. Mission Impossible. So, yeah, he arrives in Prague and he meets the two Ivans. Mm hmm. And then he Great meets joke. a guy who says he's part of the Czech secret police. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry, did you just say secret police? Basically, their intelligence division. Not a secret anymore. It has very negative connotations. Fair enough. Yeah, all right, fair. So his name is Milan. Yes. And he's not, he doesn't want him there. And like the U.S. is putting pressure on the Czech government to let him be there. And so Xander gets a little bit of sleep, and then they go to a club, back Bob into the Cohen club. I want you to know, though, Milan uh, was made to look greasy. They actually sprayed <laughs> his face down to make the actor. So he wasn't just face. naturally let greasy. No, they wanted That's him to look smart. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. But yeah, so this Anarchy 99 club is very sedate by movie standards. Like, there isn't, like, blaring music. It's not really loud, mm -hmm. which I thought was no, interesting. No we cannot talk about the club yet. We have no. to talk about the jacket. We have to oh, talk about the Oh, God. That is the Dior, I found out, is the Dior Lion Coat. It is oh, called boy. the Lion Coat. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. And he said, wow. he goes, when we saw it, we're like, yeah, Vin Diesel could definitely wear this. No one else could wear it. <laughs> no one else could pull that off, except for maybe Tom Hardy. Yeah. And Bane. Bane. Yeah. yeah. So this lion coat is insanely cool. Oh, God. I could it not, looks I would great. Look like an, an asshole wearing <laughs> this <laughs> coat. Oh, man. Early in 2021, my sister and I watched this together. She mm-hmm. you may remember from Spy Kids. She said, I want you to tell Christian that I think the coats, plural, like in yeah. general, are the MVP of this movie. I oh, mean, yeah. there are a lot of good coats. I, yeah. I'm, yeah, I yeah. might agree with that. If you loved uh, if you him. loved Captain America and Winter Soldier and you love the coats mm-hmm. of that movie <laughs> uh, and uh, the series, yeah. please watch Triple X just for the coats and you'll be like, these are some banger coats. These mm-hmm. things. And they're in a, just so you know, this is a cistern. This is a, a, a hmm. old cistern that they yeah. used because they wanted those weird right all the angles roundness mm-hmm. like that's the that's very prog yeah it looks yeah. like a real bar like i just assume they found a bar and no, film there i would go to that bar it looks pretty cool yeah i, I would go to that bar and hate it <laughs> i would walk in and be like i hate this place already <laughs> now if i was wearing a lion coat there you go i don't know what different my, my my yeah in different if i was bringing a different energy to the mm-hmm. if i walked into the way i normally dress <laughs> I'm, well, one, I won't get in because I'll be like, you're wearing shorts and it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do, you th- do you think like, I think something about the coat, if you were wearing that coat, you just look like a mountain man. I know. I would, yeah. look, I would look yeah. like, a lot of hair. like a bear. But I, guess, I think with Vin Diesel, uh, and, like, yeah. Vin Diesel has the smooth, the smooth body. And I think it just kind of the fur coat kind of balances it out in a nice I way. I would have to it's slick true. my hair back and wear a pair of sunglasses inside. <laughs> yeah. I'd have now, to you're, now you're just ZZ Top living. in the winter. Yeah. And I have to wear one of those uh, I'm too sexy for my shirt mesh shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to have that, which with my body type would be interesting. The amount of hair that would be coming out of the, poking out of those holes. I don't want to think about just holes. having to take that off and just pulling oh. hair. Oof. Oh, yeah. Oh, it would be like wearing yeah, you a colander. want to get tangled. A shirt, like a shirt colander. Like it's just like parts are just poking out the whole time. It'd be, it would be un- unsettling. I would definitely get in good though with a vampire dressed like that. Like, uh, Look at this go. fucking guy. Look at this guy. He's got to be a vampire. Look at him. So yeah, so they get into the club and Milan like points out Anarchy 99 and Xander just decides, all right, I'm just going to go up to them and, and say, hey, I'm just going to go see Yorgi. Xander call, like outs Milan as being a cop to like prove his credibility. Yeah, this is a technique called throwing someone else under the bus. <laughs> and I used it to great efficiency, I remember once, playing oh. a game of werewolf. <laughs> Right. Christian, do you uh, remember in Awesome Con, the first year of Awesome Con, we played mm-hmm. a bunch of werewolf? Oh, yeah, so I remember one that. of them, I, I had like a three game run where I was a werewolf and we won every time. And one of them, <laughs> I did this where people started suspecting one of my fellow werewolves. And once I sensed that the movement of the crowd was going towards her, I became a vocal supporter of killing her. I was trying to remember because I've had this done to me. It's like, you didn't do that to me, did you? <laughs> No, I would remember if it was done to Christian. This is someone else. But someone it works really well. I forget who, yeah. <laughs> but it works great here because he gets totally in and he meets a fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I was bothered by this because, like, as he's trying to talk to Yorgi, the two bouncers, like, having this loud argument, like, did they not tell the extras that they're not supposed to be talking? What's up with this? Yeah, and that's Yorgi's brother, right? The big yeah, one. Yeah, that's it? right. The big brother. Oh, no, one yeah, of them. Yeah. The fan is Yorgi's brother. And I liked the loud argument because it's something you almost never see in movies. Exactly. In I was thrown movies, off by it. People never talk over each other. There's never any verbal graffiti. There's never any multiple conversations happening at the same time. And then the reveal that, oh, he's a fan. And they were like, is that him? Yeah. Is that Xander Cage? 
I like that. Yeah, it's like, it's like a Robert my favorite. There, there's so few lines in this movie that you talk. can. There's so few lines in this movie you can like actually quote. But check five o, check five o. Because if you don't watch it with subtitles, you think he's saying like check this check. out. He's five right. o. Yeah. yeah, they're Czechoslovakian five o. He's Czech. <laughs> CZ. He's uh. check five o, check five o. Ah, mm-hmm. so good, so good. Can we talk about uh, his chunky uh, necklace? Xander's wearing like a thousand carat medallion it's just right which i mean it made me think of uh dominic toretto yeah exactly the the cross that he wears as toretto Mm -hmm. yeah it's a big palooka (laughs) that's right necklace so xander wants to talk business with yorgi wants to buy a bunch of cars and yelena the girl from before is there too like some pasta rockets he says which i like (laughs) i don't know if i'd heard that term before but i got what it meant <laughs> I had trouble following all this car discussion personally. Well, that's why we brought in these two gearheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why I felt like it was part of the Fast and Furious universe because it's Vin Diesel. He loves cars, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he he clearly loves cars. There's there's some car business in here. They don't get driven that much, except for his car later on. Yeah, later How on, about the you fact get the that Yorgi's brother, the big one, the blonde one, is wearing the Jewish Chai uh, symbol. Chai symbol. I, I did high, not I see that. I don't think I noticed that. Yeah. Actually, wait. It's a gun. Never mind. Oh. It's, it's an Uzi. <laughs> it's an Uzi. I guess they look a little bit similar. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, and this is oh. our first like Argentoism likeness. This uh, is kind of our. We saw her at the beginning of the movie yeah, for a yeah. second. She's yeah. not doing much. No, yeah, she has and some the banter. Is like pretty demeaning to her. Is this when mm. he starts calling her sister and princess all the time? Like, yeah. Hansel? I think so. He also says he needs tie ten high end pasta rockets. Yes. <laughs> when he's talking about cars, dude, they're they're from Europe. Don't make fun of their cars, man. <laughs> I want there to be an Olive Garden dish called the pasta rocket. <laughs> <laughs> they just blast it into your mouth like they just oh, come to your table with like a yeah. syringe and then. Just... Yeah. <laughs> they got the pasta rocket. Uh, yeah. He's he's still yeah he's still talking to uh, Argento. I just had the next part where he gets a call on his camera phone. Oh, yes. 2000s <laughs> FaceTime. Okay. So, would you like to know about He's got about a good data plan in Europe. got a lot of stuff about these phones and, <laughs> oh. and, and widgets. All right. Uh, it, this phone was originally not the phone. Oh. Okay. The What was the phone? Remember later on in the... Uh, well, we'll get to it. When he has that ex- uh, detonator with the explosion and he mm-hmm. blows up the Band-Aid, mm-hmm. that detonator was going to be the phone. They were trying to do a spy thing and Rob absolutely hated it. (laughs) And so he's like, make that the detonator and Uh give me a flip phone. Give me a, a, so they used a flip phone for the phone Mm -hmm. before they, they basically moved everything one step further at the end of the movie. You know, that thing that looks kind of like a a communicator from star Trek Yeah, from the Mm -hmm. beginning of the movie, that actual, you know, that little, that MacGuffin that they Mm -hmm. find on the, on the, on the spy, Mm -hmm. that was going to be the detonator. Hmm. The detonator was going to be the phone, and the phone wasn't part of the picture. <laughs> they moved everything like down, uh, down one thing. Oh, so, Rob! Because Rob's like that. It sucks because it looks <laughs> like the Star Trek. Star Trek looks like that Star Wars prequel communicator. That oh, Lady Bic, the, the, the Lady Vic, the, 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 yeah. the Lady yep. Vic Shaver. It looks so bad that he was like, I can't even. Like he's like, I can't even. Just give me a phone. <laughs> like literally, just give me a phone. Uh, so there, there's your Rob. I had forgotten about those trans, those communicators from the prequels. 
They came well, with the, that, each character, was, remember? Uh, they yeah, came with yeah. the character. They were next to it. To, to, the, to, like, uh, oh, God, Comtech? Was that what it's called? Yes. To, nor to normalize it. They were like, no, no, this is totally normal. And it's not normal. It looks like shit. We hate it. We've never seen these before. You used to have uh, us talking into, like, uh, lipsticks, mm -hmm. it seems like. Like in the old other movies, you know, like, turn off all the garbage compactors. <laughs> They're literally talking into, like, yeah. like round tubes. It's a little tube, yeah. And, yeah, and yep. then you, you come out with this thing. I'm like, no, we don't want that stupid thing. That's Classic prequels. Yep. Xander got, all, got them all the information they wanted. Names, birth dates, personal details, and that account number that he got from Yelena. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to stick around. Right. This is the part where he says that. Yeah. And he says to Samuel Jackson, you change the car. So I'm changing the deal. Or maybe it was <laughs> vice versa. One of them it says that. Yeah. He says, I'm sending a care package to you. And it's special agent Shavers, who's like Q, basically. He has <laughs> yeah, all this God. Xander. Yeah. This guy is something else. He looks like yeah. Dan Aykroyd crossed <laughs> with. Michael J. Fox and some Ben Shapiro put in there. He's a he's a comedian. <laughs> he's a comedian, uh, and they brought uh, him. Uh, Obi Lee Shavers. Yeah, Rob. Uh, uh, Rob, he's, Rob uh, Cohen spoke very highly of him. He is trying some stuff in this movie. He's throwing a lot of stuff at the wall. So mm -hmm. this guy is played by Michael Roof, who actually died in 2009. Oh, oh, good. R.I.P. I'll know. I'll spare you. I'll spare you the details about it. Maybe it's, he was a horrible dark. person. Oh, no, it's dark. Okay, wow, it's, well, it's uh, too dark to get into here. Yeah, right. not in a oh, podcast like this one. Yeah, I'll, now I'm gonna go look it up. <laughs> yeah, I'll look it up on my own. But yeah, this guy, he, he definitely reminded me of uh, Stasiak from the Fast and Furious series. Uh, Shave Wiggum. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like this, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sort of beta male, you know, stuff shirt guy. But he's also kind of trying to be cool, and he's also yeah. he's he's kind of just everything, mm -hmm. depending yeah, on what a scene it is. And also a friend, and also a confidant, and also like they needed like three. Characters also, someone for him to make fun of. Yeah, mm -hmm. like let's give him like a money penny Q person all together. <laughs> yeah, kind of flirts with him like a guy would flirt with a guy that he likes. Like kind of talking mm -hmm. to him. Like he, yeah, he, it seems like Triple X is not aggressively angry at this guy. No, he. Yeah. I like. I like that they. They could. I kind of expected them to go further and be like, "You, you just fucking idiot," you know, like mm -hmm. whatever, you know, make fun of him and 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 just sort of turn him down. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but they didn't do that as much. Yeah, but he, like, he no, definitely he, does come off as annoying. As annoying. Yeah, he's like yeah. an annoying, like an annoying, like brother or cousin, the younger mm -hmm. brother. Like he's like, yeah. the, look what I've got, and you're like, all right, nerd. whatever. I found this guy the most relatable character in the movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can agree to disagree. That says, that says a lot about you, buddy. Yes, I know. Uh, I mean, to be clear, like we would all be this guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> we would. Oh yeah, definitely. What? This Wait, guy, this what? guy, this I'm... guy would, uh, this guy would have a podcast <laughs> <laughs> later on if he, if he wasn't dead. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so he gives him much attack. He gives him the multi-purpose field revolver, which has like a bunch of different darts, like a knockout darts, a tranquilizer blood spatter dart, which makes it look like you've killed someone, but they just get knocked out. They they paid off the joke with. All with, right. Uh, with a. I got shot by those twice. <laughs> That's, the yeah. joke. That's the joke that That's Rob it. wanted you to know about in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Is that Xander saying, I got shot with Yeah, I know, I got shot with those yeah. twice. It's I, one of those I things like that. that. It sounds it sounds like a joke, but it's more just a reference. Yeah. <laughs> it's a living world, which I appreciated. And then can we also talk about their use of the super binoculars to look through a, a woman's clothing? So this is Yeah. What two, okay, this is three years kind of after what's that? Um World is Not Enough did the same joke. Yeah, oh, gear, one that oh, can yeah. look through all the way to your bones, but also just enough back to see your underwear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <it's really> like, <laughs> like, oh, check out of... those femurs. 
Yeah, I'm like, that's a weird fetish. Mm, right. I, like seeing, I like seeing I like seeing skeletons in underwear. Uh, that's my thing. <laughs> uh, just in case it wasn't clear who this movie is for, that mm-hmm. scene makes yeah, it really yeah. obvious. The true perverts. This is yeah. this is the beginning of of cool technology being set up and that not used for anything later, right? <laughs> he I uses think they it. Use it. Some I of think it. they use it. Yeah. Only in one specific part yeah. for each of it, but that's normal. That's just James. I Bond. guess so. Always, I guess so. Here's bullets we made that are fake bullets in case you need to kill someone fakely. Mm. I did well, that like seems like that's going to come up later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, yeah. I I did like that they set up like oh there's all these darts that don't kill people and then just in case there's these bullets that mm-hmm. will kill people like I like that they're going kind of a non lethal route like we don't want to have to kill anyone unnecessarily. There are these this. darts that won't kill people and then we made darts that will. You mean bullets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> these, I these do like crazy darts. Yeah, <laughs> I do like metal. how later in the movie it shows him he has like one of each in the revolver. Yeah, he keeps he like, he, like he oh, yeah. rolls the revolver chamber to get to the right one. I'm like there has to be a better system than like. <laughs> manually looking to be like all right i got two knockouts i got one that melts you and one that won't do anything to you make sure yeah, i thought that too but then i'm like oh this is probably made just so you could sell a toy oh yeah did oh. they have toys? Like, how would they market that? Do, is, are we doing a merchandise spotlight for Triple X? Let's see. <laughs> I mean, it absolutely looks like it would be a toy. Oh, no, definitely. I could see that as like a nerfed, like, dart gun. So oh, we had, uh, when I was a kid. When, oh, I'm typing in Triple X merch. I didn't mean, I shouldn't have done that. Triple X toys. Triple X toys. I mean, it does have different attachments. It's just, you know, not for your hand. Uh, oh my goodness. When I was a kid, Actually, the stuff that, that it came up with gun, was not that, uh, I don't know, it's kind of I mean, weird. It's like, a, it's like a, it's not a Desert Eagle because that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. No, this is a revolver. This is like whatever, not, not a Magnum either. I forget what they're called. It's almost, mm-hmm. think of it like a, this is a Hellboy gun. Like mm-hmm. the gun is yeah. so big that the chamber is so ridiculously large. I can't remember. Is this the gun that, does it have six or only five chambers? Let's mm-hmm. look, consult the like, Internet Movie Firearms Database. It looked yeah. like six. It looks if it looks like six, then it's a normal because there is there is some uh, revolve a revolver type gun that is so big that it only can hold five to a chamber. Because I remember uh, Mythbusters did a thing about it. What if you put your finger in front of the mm-hmm. like what it's if a six holding, round? OK, if you're holding the gun wrong, like would it blow your finger off? Oh, and, and it, yes. Oh, <laughs> the answer is always good, yes. Good if to you know. hold a six shooter incorrectly. The gas escaping will not like it, not, not in front of the actual. Yeah. Music, but where the chamber is, you can mm-hmm. gotcha. So then the last piece of tech he gets is the exploding bandage, which oh, we yes. talked about which earlier. Which so then he demonstrates it in the, whatever the secret police headquarters is. Yeah, he like stands right next to it while it blows up and somehow doesn't get killed. Right? It doesn't, it doesn't move. What, that is the jankiest band-aid. If you think that I'm going to think that's a band-aid and not primer, mm-hmm. like that's not C4 stuck inside of a band-aid. Like it's like round around the, it's like circular. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe the band-aid would just be flat. Why not just use regular band-aids and be like, oh, no, this is explosive. And then have it explode as opposed to, no, no, it has to look different. It has to look like it's got like detonator cord in it. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's shitty. The set, the props on this movie are ridiculously over the top Mm because I didn't think Xander was going to get a gun. He's an extreme sports guy. Right. Yeah. And Rob Cohen's like, how do we get a gun into an extreme sports guy's hand and make it reasonable? And the way they did it was that offline. No, the offline was I played video games. Right, yeah, oh, that's right, right, that's right, yeah. Like like what, Duck Hunter? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you playing that you learned how to use a, a pistol? Didn't he but, use a shotgun earlier? Uh, yeah, I guess he fired it once. 
that counts. But I did like later at the end of the movie when he doesn't know to take the safety off because he's never actually used a real gun. <laughs> yeah, I like right. I like yeah, that stuff yeah. that he's like he, mm-hmm. when he's he's sort of shown to be like uh yeah not knowing how to do everything and he's sort of like just figuring it out well, as he when goes. When he pulls out that, that gun cool. the first time when he's with uh is it Vasily? What what's the guy's name? Uh, Vasily. Uh, no wait, that's from Highlander. Uh, <laughs> Milan. Milan. When yeah. he when he see, when he pulls it out the first time, he's it's almost like he's overcompensating for something. Mm. It's almost like a five eleven and three quarters guy is overcompensating. <laughs> when he put the gun pulls out and it's got uh that freaking scope on oh, it. It's, got a it's giant as big on. as the yeah. gun. And I was like, holy shit, this gun is insane. I, I, <laughs> it's weird that that's one of the focal points of this movie. I think Rob is wrong here. I think there shouldn't have been. I think he should have been more of a Hudson Hawk. Mm. Yeah, he uses yeah. non-lethal. I mean, not. I know there are non-lethal rounds in it, but uh, but yeah, you can't give somebody a gun and then be like, "Well, it's non-lethal rounds, so it's all good." Yeah, it's kind of stupid when movies do that. I agree. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, don't give him a gun then. Give him a freaking I don't know a nunchucks or a, a pair of uh, brass knuckles that have like mm-hmm. cool things that like this. <laughs> these brass knuckles spray. All right, so we go to Yorgi and Yelena who are waiting for the wire transfer from Xander. And we also see the the special car that Xander had like put in there just for him, sixty seven Pontiac GTO. Which at first I was like, that's not the Charger from Fast and Furious. No, it's close. Similar, but it's not quite that. Yeah, it feels like he's cheating on his car in some way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's almost like you can't get in that. You can't get Mm -hmm. inside of that. You got to call home and ask. Right. Dominic Toretto is so adamant that it has to be a like he cannot. I mean, he drives that stuff other cars, but it's like right. there's gonna be American muscle. <laughs> it's got to be at least it is American muscle. Yeah, like, that's, that's it would have been so much funnier in this if he, movie if he, if he had he this guy li- horrible import like, <laughs> like a, a yeah a Nissan Skyline Brian car uh, and he gets he said this is more of a Buster car. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I am? Some sort of Buster? I'm not a Buster. Okay, I understand they're trying. This is how they're trying to get them in there. I wanted more spy stuff, mm-hmm. and this is where the movie you were talking earlier. I, you were talking, and I think Zach even brought it up too. Like, oh, if this is what the movie is, this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. The rest of the movie is a lot of talking about doing cool things. Yeah, and that's I think the problem with the, the second and third act of this movie. I liked mm-hmm. up to till about now. It, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm in on this. This is fun. Yeah, and and now I'm like, we're spending a lot of time in this warehouse with him driving a car and getting a car. Now he's got to go kill, uh, fake kill the other guy. Yeah, it just takes too long for something to actually happen. Yeah, I I want this to be. I don't want them to becoming friends. I don't care about whatever this relationship is. <laughs> this 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 Xander and uh, I'm gonna keep calling him Milosh. Yorgi, Yorgi, mm-hmm. Yorgi and uh, right. Yorgi, Yorgi and Xander becoming fast buds. Mm-hmm. I, I do like it when they quote uh, the Vandals song. Oh, that's pretty fun. <laughs> if you think you're free, try going into a deli and pissing on the cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's very insightful. But then I realized, like, no, you can piss on the cheese. Just buy it first. And it's yours. Yeah. You can do what you want. Uh, this is where Rob Cohen goes off on a very long diatribe about what a wonderful person Argento is. That's uh, where... I was like, oh, no, I don't like this anymore. I, I'm <laughs> oh, no. oh. I think Meredith was in the room when I was, my wife was in the room when I was watching this. And she she was like, what is he talking about? Why is he going on about something? I'm like, it's Adrian Argento. And she's like, oh, she's useless. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, she got kind of, you know, sc- literally screwed over by Rob Cohen. She's like, yeah. 
and we were talking about uh, just what he was saying about her. And we were, she was like, I don't like this. I don't like what he's saying about her. He's like, oh, she's such a powerful woman and a mother. Oh. And, and I was just like, oh. this is bad. So just so you know, yeah, it's it's in here. It's it's There's proof in this that he's a giant creep. Yeah, there were warning signs. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. so the club that they go to has yes. like a giant Tesla coil in it. Oh, we're not <laughs> yes, going to talk about does. the murder? Oh yeah, we skipped. I guess we skipped over the murder. Yeah, so. The fake death. The fake. Th- yeah, so he fake shoots Milan to sort of ingratiate himself into Anarchy Ninety Nine. Yes. Elena drives past, and, like stares at him after she thinks that he murdered him, a Milan, and then they go to the club. You're not really loud, I guess. I always thought Tesla coils were loud. Oh, yeah. they're insanely loud. Mm-hmm. There's one at the Museum of Science and Industry that will they tell you when it's going to go off mm-hmm. because when it goes off, it makes the most horrible noise you've ever heard. <laughs> it's like a I mean it's super loud if this was happening also no there would be so you also can't have this happen you can't have an open Tesla coil I know it's hitting the cages supposedly first mm-hmm. you could you couldn't you can't yeah. do this you can't do this you can't just mm-hmm. have electricity flying around open yeah in the air and you're gonna create clones left and right <laughs> yes so the only thing I have for this scene is that we start to see some romance between Xander and Yelena yeah yeah if you want to call that romance, it's very awkward. Oh, it's they're they're so awkward together. Relationship, then yeah, this is not great. Also, there's the brief anti-smoking message. Yeah, yeah, that was fine, mm. but it doesn't fit the character. Like there are some like in Rush Hour when Jackie Chan is like, "That's bad for you" to uh-huh. a guy who's smoking. That makes sense, but Xander lives a very risky life. He risks his yeah, life all the time. You can't really tell people off that way. I also know, like, I don't think we actually see him drinking anything besides a cranberry so. Uh, like, Cranberry Club Soda. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a subplot where he's like, you're, where he's like, yeah, your body's a temple. Don't yeah, ever like, use okay, it. Doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, but just does all this stuff. All these all extreme right. sports. During the scene where he and Yorgi are talking and drinking those drinks, look at mm-hmm. the, uh, just look at the uh, horrible extras behind them. Oh. Definitely dancing to no music. <laughs> and looking at, and looking at them. It's at oh. 51. And <laughs> like the one the girl's camera. like literally doing this. <laughs> and she's looking direct. She's almost going barrel down. Almost. Oh, I would watch a movie that had to do with just showing me the real movie without the actual soundtrack put on over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause you know, they're just talking in a completely quiet room. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All you can hear is like the shuffling of people walking around, which would be just a lot of scuffs. <laughs> it contributes yeah, a lot to the atmosphere. Music. So yeah, we learned a little bit about Yorgi and his people and that, you know, they left mother Russia and you know, blah, blah, blah. The quote, Anarchy Burger by the Vandals. Right. Yeah. So the next part is they go to their castle where there's a bunch of women in the hot tub fountain. Yep. And All I right. was like, is this movie almost over? Because <laughs> it felt and like then, it was almost over. And then you look at the time code and you're like, it's not even halfway done. No. No. Yeah. No. It's yeah. <laughs> like this scene could have just been at the castle. Yeah. You see the scene oh, yeah. with him flirting, and then they go to the castle. I'm like, why did we go to a club? I don't care. <laughs> Like, I okay. don't care. This castle yep. is a completely different vibe than they were going with with the rest of the movie. The rest yeah. of the movie is like Bram Stoker's Dracula, and we go right. to this this thing, and we're like in Dangerous Liaison style because <laughs> they, you know, it's it's Prague. Uh, two different Keanu movies. Got, yeah. Oh yeah. I guess so. Uh, Prague has you know gone through so many different times. Right. Times that they have like Renaissance, Baroque, mm. Victorian. They have all these bizarre architectures. Yep. And now we're in like this high, like I would call high Russia. I mean, some Russia is the wrong word, but you know, like I mean, yeah. you, you know what I'm talking about, like yeah, a, like the, like Catholic like, uh, Great, Slavic, would be in right. this type of house. Mm-hmm. 
Did he, did he already have that awkward kiss with uh, Asia Argento? Yeah. 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 So he did that. And she says, like, did you like that? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, that's the last time it's going to happen. And then he goes into a room and has sex with this woman who's just kind of there for some reason. Right. He's got that line, the things I do for my country. Uh, <laughs> and then the next day, Xander wakes up and he's sneaking around and he sees Yelena coming back into the castle. She presses a button in the floor. There's this hidden safe, and she's taking photos of it and uploading it to a computer. Like there's a, she has like this, like dock for the camera that goes right into the computer. That's totally normal, right? Remembering that sort of stuff is weird. Yeah, the dock that's like the the old the old um the pedestal dock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, but you know this camera was definitely like uh, Mission Impossible Two. They were like, <laughs> gotta show this camera off. Right, man. this thing's cool. Right. This is cutting edge. <laughs> show it with the dock. Uh, and now you're just like why don't you just you know just send it to yourself bluetooth what mm -hmm. (laughs) dander thinks he's figured her her out and so he's like well he's like are you gonna tell tell him nope we're going to lunch and then in the meantime yorgi gets a call someone has information and tell like it's something about xander yelena and xander having lunch in this really fancy restaurant where everyone else is like dressed up to the nines and they're just, you know, in their respective fur coats. Hey, the the like NSA is paying. Might as well yeah, go to the I like that place. she dressed like Vin mm-hmm. in this scene. She's just like, I'm a, if he's going to wear a tank top, I'm wearing a tank top. <laughs> so Xander tells her that she's he's a secret agent, which of course she does not believe because look at <laughs> I like I like that moment that she just totally laughs at him. She's like, yeah. no, he can't possibly be. So uh, to prove it, I'm going to show you this stupid red bullet. <laughs> okay cool he's a very bad secret agent yeah oh yeah yeah but then yelena gets a call and it's one of yorgi's goons and tells him that you know he knows that xander is a is a, an agent and tells yelena to bring him across the street where he's out there with a sniper rifle so yelena tells him tells xander that, that you know the sniper's outside so he says all right get ready we're gonna leave we're not going out the back door but we're just gonna start walking out and then Xander grabs this tray full of what was, was it? Des- I think it was food, but I was, I was like, in my mind, it was like desserts. Yeah, I didn't see exactly what it was, yeah. but yeah, something bad. Like, uh, knocks out the waiter. Something starts, expensive. Yeah, <laughs> he starts this big fight. Hits Yelena with the thing, so it looks. Yeah, she pulls like out a gun, and then yeah, then he hits her. Um, and he does. I like this. I like this where he like uses the tray to blind uh, yeah. goon who's up in yeah. the sniper rifle. We get objects in his environment. Yeah. Then we get the Legolas moment. He oh, uses the so bad. the it's tray so to grind down the armor. railings. <laughs> it's like yeah. Jupiter uh, ascending level bad. Yeah, you can barely see it happening. It's just like quick cut shots of his mm-hmm. head, and then sometimes quick cut see... shot cubist. Oh, it's cubist. cubist. I'm sorry, editing. cubist <laughs> editing. <laughs> Of course, when I think of grinds, I think of Scott Pilgrim. So that scene just came to mind as well. All the grind. I really, really appreciated that they got back to their roots, prog roots of mm-hmm. having a burlap, nasty <laughs> a burlap bag. Mm-hmm. These guys are, you know, they, they take Xander, they put him in a car and they put a burlap bag over his head. I'm like, yeah, prog. Thank you for not yeah. being weird and being like, we're so avant-garde. We got this nightclub scene. No, it's just a big burlap bag that you probably got from some farmer. What if this they had reused the mask for Mission Impossible for this? I'd be so happy. If All right. Still, if that's just the kidnapping mask right. of Prague, <laughs> can I borrow the mask? Right. Yeah. Yes, just I have some. We need to do have a schedule. Can someone mm-hmm. please create a Google calendar with a schedule <laughs> for the mask? 
If you don't know what that is, if you go back and watch the first Mission Impossible movie, oh, uh, yes. Ethan Hunt is they they put a black ski mask over his face with which has like parts sewed up. And it's the like, eye holes uh, and the mouth holes have been sewed up with other fabrics, and it's, yeah. we call it the nasty mask. It's yeah. disgusting and gross, and we don't know why it looked like that. Like, we're like why would you yeah. not just use a bag? Just use a bag. <laughs> Anything you wear incorrectly is a mask. Mm-hmm. Anything worn incorrectly, shirt. <laughs> mask pants mask so he gets brought to an opera house and gibbons is there he's watching the opera rehearsal this is where we talked about hates it because he's so metal (laughs) screw you xander cage this is not bad no yeah it's no also did augustus gibbons use nsa funds to hire the opera house just for him so he could watch this opera by himself Well, it looked like a rehearsal to me, and so he just yeah. happened to be there during the rehearsal. So it's not like did the entire know? production. Yeah, did he? Yeah, did he appropriate NSA? You're just saying he <laughs> went to a rehearsal. Yeah. If it was a rehearsal, where's the director coming in? Like, hold, hold. Yeah. What's well, the director? Is, is that his cover? Mr. Is Andrews. that Gibbons' cover? He's the director of the opera. He's directing. That would be great. He's he's hired to direct this opera, and he's he's a Burn, workshop. If you're in dress rehearsals, you should not be at the point where you are missing your cues for coming <laughs> in and true. going out. You shouldn't be. Uh, but you're an it actor. Happens. You know that. I know, but you know that they're not. If they're doing a full dress rehearsal, they're not going to be missing. That's a good. Cues. They are. It is a dress rehearsal. They're in full costume. The, the <laughs> if set anything, is fully the directors built. up in the booth, up in whatever the booth that the director sits. Sure, in. sure. Yeah. They Come they're on, they're man. bothering the the stage man. <laughs> Anyway, so Gibbons tells them that you know he's sending him home because his cupboard's blown. Gibbons is going to send in a sweeper team to take care of everything, just basically blow the castle to shit. Why didn't and, they do that before? Right? Because they Why didn't know what was there. I, guess, team? I don't know. You never told Xander to lie. You never told him to not tell anybody that he's a spy. <laughs> yeah, the, he had the training. He, he had no basic training. He only had, we're going to throw you into the swimming pool training. They never told him the basics. Wait, I can't tell the person spy. I had sex with that I'm not a spy? Wait a minute, what? Well, he's also, he's famous. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a famous guy, so they are, yeah, they're already going to know yeah, who right? he is. It's like I taking guess... the James Bond, like, whereas James Bond, like, tells people who mm-hmm. he is right away. This is one where it's like everyone or people know who he is already. Well, but in James Bond I... movies, everyone knows who James Bond is, too, somehow. Right. It's always, oh, it's Mr. Bond. It's like, wh- how do you know him? <laughs> He's a spy. Xander's conflicted, though, because he sent Yelena back in to get more intel. And Gibbons tells Xander that the Russian scientists are that have been going in and out are all in, into biological weapons. So more reason to be concerned. Uh, so he so he climbs back in the the raddest way yes, you can. Some free climbing. Two thousand. So this is post Mission Impossible two. He's Ico yeah. Icoing his way yeah. up. That. <laughs> uh, he Ico Icoes his way up to the top, and it's it's uh, one of those it's one of those things like yeah, that's not a hard climb. I probably. Eh, probably. I, I was like, that's not so bad. No, at night. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this our first murder that Xander has done? Like straight up murder? I think so. Did he murder the people at the, um, uh, I want to say Contra. That's not (laughs) in the uh, South American uh, cocaine plant. Did he not directly? Right. He He didn't like throw like, yeah, he, he, you know, hit uh, gold tooth with gold teeth with his bike, but I don't know if that may not have killed him. Non-lethal move. He hit him. He knocked (laughs) his teeth out. Yeah. People exploded around him, but he did not directly. 
murder them. Yeah, but yeah, so I guess this is his first murder. This dude. Oh yeah, he murders he throws this him off. Um, hey, can you imagine the noise that a man would make being thrown off of a mountain? Right. Yes, yeah, so he'd be all, shouting he, and yelling. He would yeah. like, ah, oh my falling. god, oh, yeah. oh, god he didn't, like, damn, snap my... his neck beforehand yeah. and then just throw the body over. He like just threw him over. He'd be like, I love you, why? Remember me? <laughs> yeah, he's like at the bottom, going, oh, I'm hurt. Oh, help me. Very badly injured. And then he plants a bunch of the bandage explosives around the cars and bikes. But he makes sure to leave the little uh, part of the bandage, like the the, the applicator part, is mm-hmm. left on the floor ground. I'm like, well, come on, man. <laughs> Don't litter. And he sees Yelena going with Yorgi. She's getting fully initiated into Anarchy 99 and goes down into the basement to see what's down there. And so Xander... Tranks the guard who's watching the basement, who also does the like, all right, I feel it and I have just enough time to pull it out and look at it before I fall down. Yeah, it's like a bee sting. <laughs> it's like, oh, God damn, what a, oh, son of a bitch. That uh, no, I'm out. It's a Karari dart. Uh, <laughs> what do you yeah, know? Yeah. Bring it back. He should have to... said that. He, he should have oh, said that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> what do you know? Oh, man. Imagine if, like, any time that he got shot with those, he, just, he he wasn't passed out. He just got paralyzed from the waist, from the neck down. <laughs> just, like, wait, wait, you're totally awake, but just can't move. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we made this dart. It's called the dart worse than death. It's where <laughs> you're paralyzed and just watch things happen. Oh, yeah. man. You can watch <laughs> but things everyone happen. thinks for the next three hours, people are going to think you're dead because it slows your heart rate, so they will try and bury you. <laughs> Yeah, so all just, you can oh do is, is is be aware of what's happening and think of all the embarrassing things you've done in your life. Yep, it'll give you, you time move. to reflect on your life. Yeah, yeah, they go down to the basement, and this is when we get to see sort of what's down there. It, it looks like I don't, I didn't know what it was when I saw this. I was like, is it a missile? Is it a aircraft? I was wrong on both counts. Yeah, it's apparently you were. Solar powered submarine. It's a shitty submarine. <laughs> An unmanned a submarine, submarine. No one can get in. Yeah, right. remote control submarine with missiles on it which is dumb because missiles yeah. can just be remote controlled themselves like what's the point mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the point of having the thing that shoots the missiles be remote control this is when i guess the only time that we see xander use the x-ray binoculars he's used and it's actually a smart i, I, I appreciate this all right i'm going to use them to see through the wall that i can't get past and see what's going on in there. although Makes sense. Was there like a microphone in there so you could hear all the things too or is it just Seeing all of it, I didn't I think like you know figure it, it out. Yeah. I don't like when he used it that it didn't show us their underwear because they're dudes. And I'm like, well, why <laughs> yeah, we don't want to see the dudes underwear. underwear. Like, I, what I wanted this for them to be wearing halter tops and <laughs> you know, and, and just weird lingerie underneath their clothes. Like oh that, that would have been the the Monty Python version of this. Mm. Yeah, they're all wearing ladies' underwear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think what? you probably explained it as he didn't configure the settings quite right. Can we talk about go. that shot uh, that looks like uh, cameras are going off when they're showing the uh, launcher? What is that about? We what was that? Rob, we don't have a Rob Cohenism on that. One. Oh, what's the time? Uh, well, it's, it's right before they put the stupid uh, Mountain Dew bullet in the in the because uh, that is definitely a Mountain Dew. It has two <laughs> different flavors of Mountain Dew, which we all know you can code red and you, <laughs> cannot, no. you cannot mix green and blue. That's insane. What are you insane? They're all drinking beer, and some of them are drinking champagne. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They're celebrating their success. This reminded yeah. me of Get Smart as well, Christian. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that Anarchy Ninety Nine is the kind of company you can work for and feel comfortable in that when you complete a project, you can drink something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they'll let you drink on the job after after the project's finished. You know, for when there's a victory. You know, 
And now he's going to he's kill going to all the scientists. Yep. yep. He is now, he's now mixing. They're mixing the code red. It's all done. I'll <laughs> yeah, try to run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, oh, the remote control at the end of this movie is awesome oh. that they've got for the bomb. <laughs> it is so overcomplicated. Mm-hmm. I love the old man yelling at him. The, the oh, all right, agents, they're... they're all mixing. Yeah, we know. Yeah, the next you're thing being is, killed. By the way, the next, thing, like is, little next mm-hmm. thing in subtitles says yelling in Russian. So. <laughs> They did not give a shit uh, <laughs> to actually translate. Uh, well, that's what I noticed a lot of times here. Even when Yorgi is speaking in Russian, there's no translation at all. Yeah, you have uh, to figure it out. I like Rob that. Rob said he oh. didn't want to have translations. All right. He says that's on purpose to put you in the country that you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said, tri- triple X wouldn't know what they're saying. Okay. So yeah. That's what I, I, I said. It seems lazy, but I, mm-hmm. I think the point was that you uh, everyone understands what going on it's not like yeah none of it's necessary you're like it's pretty pretty straightforward there's a bomb and so there's a bio bomb i guess yeah (laughs) so it's very effective i also like the next part where he does the spider-man cling to the ceiling (laughs) Mm. but they notice him unlike norman osborne yes and he makes his escape i think on a bike with a motorbike again yeah convenient motorbike yeah and in the process, he kills his number one fan, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was that guy. So and he will that's on another bike and follows. He does. Oh, he, and he like jumps a ramp and he does another trick. But when he does yeah. the trick, yeah. he shoot, like shoots a guard out. So there's murder number two, at, at least. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, yeah, that was he... the first. Like, why is he doing this trick? Is oh, OK, because it's apparently easier to shoot the guy when no. <laughs> Looks cool. He, shoots, he also shoots two guys. Oh, that's door, right. So, yeah. so he's now a murderer. He's now yeah. a mass murderer. <laughs> he has yeah. zero and, training. And, and speaking of killing, the next scene we meet the secret police guy who reveals himself to be a traitor, and then he dies too. We'll get shot by oh, Yelena, Yelena, who reveals that she is FSB. That's right. And she has been undercover for two years, but there was a regime change, and so she was left out in the cold. So she had no oh, instruction. Who's that sound like? Whatever. <laughs> it sounds like, uh, what's it, Rebecca Ferguson in yeah. Rogue Nation. Yeah. She was forgotten. So that, but she still is into Vin Diesel's. There's more kissing here. Right. Although I will say, this I a, did. Is this a kissing book? <laughs> <laughs> and then I also appreciate now that Vin is, or sorry, Xander is like taking charge. He's like telling people what to do. He's got mm-hmm. the plan. I really like the scene with the translator because, like Rob said, he didn't want to have translation. So you need to use a translator. That was cool. I also like because when he's like saying this plan, it's like I need I'm going to take out the power plant to go for, uh, but I need a, someone who can fly a plane. Anyone do that? And the translator's like, oh, I can do it. Oh, cool. Also, <laughs> yeah, oh. Um, he good. shows up with that when Xander shows up with that car. Is yeah, that a char- that's close to being a charger. That black it, car that he shows up in, it's a that's nut- a GTO. That's a, is that, that's yeah. the same they call car, it GTO later. It? it is the same car. Yeah, yeah. Where did it come purple? That's one. the car from- before. Okay, that he, he brought, brought it up yeah. with all the pasta rockets. Yeah, <laughs> because he well, he needs American muscle. <laughs> okay, so then he this has is- Agent Shaver's tech. Uh, you know weaponize his car and put all this ridiculous crap in it this is as we sort of approach the last bit of the movie this is when the extreme sports start to really come back yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. this is when they're like yes 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 what are we gonna do uh, i don't know uh he have him jump jumps out on a plane yeah with a snowboard a on a snowboard that's the most extreme thing you can do <laughs> and this is this is to like get to the secret base because you only yes. get to the secret base via well, mountain. That's right. Anyway. This, this was probably my favorite part, I think. Even though the avalanche went on a little too long, it looked really good for early CGI. 
It yeah. also didn't make too much sense that he can snowboard faster than guys on snowmobiles, but whatever. Well, it's not well, that he was it also doesn't make any sense though. that he's doing. Why is he doing the maximum amount of tricks in the air on the way? Fall <laughs> normal. He, hey, he's he's an extreme sports athlete. He's got to make the most of it of the situation he's in. I wish, I wish he had had a camera. To, like, he could have made this another episode. Right? Of the Xander Zone. Of the Xander Zone. It'd be, it'd be the best Xander Zone ever. The whole time only had, had, he does this. Yeah. Be like, at the end of the movie, he like he's like, looks straight into the camera and says, <laughs> and that's been another Xander Zone, and turns it off. Credit. Uh, Breaks the fourth <laughs> like wall. The whole thing was a Xander <laughs> Zone episode. Oh, man. Well, you know what they say? The best episodes get left on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, well, so, yeah, so he, he takes out the power, he takes out the power plant or whatever, but then it's all pointless because he just gets captured again, again. Right. Like you could have touched the lock. up to him instead of doing all this cool stuff. You could just walk up to him and gotten captured, but taking out a lot less time. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, he didn't need to grab onto a weather vane and survive an avalanche and do all of that. We get revealed that they knew about Lena all along and did mm-hmm. nothing about it. Hold on, Yorgi's coat. Let's talk about the coat. Yorgi oh. has now gotten the coat game. And he's wearing <laughs> the Baron Zemo style. Yes. Badass coat, trench coat. He's got a trench coat with. Just not purple. Coat. Yeah. But it's not purple. But still pretty good. Yeah. While he's wearing the coat, he has this big speech about his motivations, mm-hmm. his monologue, if you will. There's a part where he's like, imagine a city like Prague getting hit by gas. Imagine London or Hamburg or Washington. And we were like, I told you I wanted to bring it back. He's like, really? Prague? Prague is the place you start this, not any of those other cities? Well, I was like, what's your problem with Hamburg, dude? That's not a major world capital. He also thinks that by doing this, that if you don't tell him who did it, that that everything's going to uh, uh, implode. Yeah, like an anarchy. If you don't know who did it, it'll implode. You know, I like, guess. Eh. So it's the opposite of uh, what's his face from Watchmen's plan. Yeah. 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 Instead of a, the, a big thing where you don't know who did it or it's an external force. So it's, you know, it'll just tear the world apart instead of bring it together. It's more like the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Except like mm. even stupider, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, the police show up and rescue them. Thank mm-hmm. God. It's the Ukrainian secret police. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yelena reveals a gun cabinet. All right. It's just like yeah. full of guns. This is the part with the safety off that, that we talked about <laughs> from before. And then it's the very last of uh, Yorgi's goons who's like going to hold him off while Yorgi is launching Ahab, which is, yes. I guess we never mentioned the name of the like submarine. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of the like a rocket ship name to for a, a submarine thing. Uh, like, whatever. Okay. I mean, they, they could have called it the Nemo. Uh, maybe people wouldn't have gotten it. So, yeah, so he get la- gets launched. And they use a heat seeker missile to kill, <laughs> to kill the guy's name? whatever the goon is. I don't remember the, his the name. goon with the brown almond shaped eyes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Almond shaped eyes. I, I like just... I like what uh, what Xander says here is like you got to stop thinking like secret police and start thinking video games. What he says. <laughs> no, I like, wrote it down as yeah, a yeah, possible favorite launcher. quote. He says, yeah. "Start thinking PlayStation and go blow shit up." Really <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, but yeah, so somehow this. Pete seeking missile detects that the goon almond eyes is smoking and gets like takes a like 90 degree turn to him as it gets fired as and then he blows up yeah it was so stupid i couldn't help but love it <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. uh, he should yeah. did he have a line i don't remember he, he should have had a line like a uh, smoking uh, yeah I, i'm he, giving he, away he, a lot I, of my I, favorite lines but kill him that's something like that yeah, yeah he says, i told that. him that sig would kill him one day that's that's us, yeah. yeah that's pretty good so Yorgi's making his escape and uses his garage door opener to close, <laughs> to close his garage door behind him. 
down on uh, Xander while Xander's trying to shoot him. And, like, Yorgi's making fun of how Xander is not a good shot, actually. Yeah, he's not. to shoot, you piece of shit. <laughs> but then, like, he realized, oh, if I just shoot and then move it up, I can figure out, you know, use it to trace where to shoot and kills Yorgi. Yes. Very... Death very much like Sean from Patriot Camps, where he gets killed a... and then the poison explodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, he'll, he might be okay. Well, never mind. No. Nope. <laughs> but, yeah, but Ahab is still going, and I love this in movies when the bad guy dies, so you think the danger is over, but then, oh, no, nope, the plans they have keep going after their death. Mm-hmm. The gas will hit the city in 30 minutes, so they have to go out. So Agent Shavers, you know, they're trying to mop up everything, but Agent Shavers comes by with the tricked-out car. Xander's like, all right, I'm giving you a field promotion. Now you get to be in charge of cleaning up this ship. So I love, first of all, the cliche of, I was expecting when he got the manual, he was just going to throw it out the window. I know. That's, that's the cliche, but they don't do it. I was surprised by that. They, not only that, they like look at the manual multiple times <laughs> mm-hmm. to and use it, it out. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Do you think they actually thought we have to have a manual, or if we don't, people think like people no are gonna. Manual. This is gonna get on the IMDb goofs can, if they don't have a manual. Called, yeah. I, I, Rob did not say this, but I wish he'd said we can't be called a Mary Sue. <laughs> we have to have <laughs> a manual, otherwise people are gonna call us a Mary Sue for knowing how to run it. I love Ahab is driving our uh, hydroplaning like mm-hmm. through the countryside. Like, dude, why did you start this so far away? Like, right? In the there could have like, been more yeah. direct route. Yeah, you just I had to have the villain base with the moving rock wall thing. So <laughs> you can't have that in the middle of the city. By the way, the manual is just handwritten notes. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. And like draw by shavers. By yeah. shavers. He, he puts so out, like, he puts so much work into this. Do you know how much yeah. time this would take? Well, we know Jeez. it's like a day. He built all of this in a day. I like how the car had all these gadgets and none of them were helpful. I think Gillian even says all useless. That was a good twist. That was kind of making me mad. I was like, I want to see all these gadgets be used. I want to see all of them be used or something. And you get like says twice like, yep, they're all useless. They do blow up a potato truck with the rocket. Oh, right. Like that seemed like uh, unnecessary. Like you could have definitely just plowed through that. Uh, You didn't need to. There's like a thing with potatoes in the middle of the road. We have to blow it up, I guess. I'm driving through. I was waiting for someone to say my cabbages. (laughs) <laughs> my cabbages also Gibbons and his NSA team are on the ground with like the tr- Prague government and they're saying or Prague military and they're like alright you know we need to you know blow this whole thing up to contain it to just Prague which this being Sam Jackson is like oh he's on the opposite side of where he was in the end of Avengers where oh they're gonna blow up Manhattan to keep this all contained Oh, there's like yes. scenes of like you know all the jets getting loaded and everything. Well, he's grown. He's grown as a character from this movie till <laughs> Avengers. There you go. He, he, he was like, you know what? In Prague, we should have just blown up Prague. <laughs> blown up everything. It would have taken. It would have saved hundreds of thousands of lives. But instead, we did. It's the only way to be sure. It's the only way to be sure. But thank God. Well, actually, you know, he didn't want to blow up anything. I apologize. He didn't, in Avengers. He he's not the one who wants to. Blow no, up. in Avengers, he doesn't. He doesn't want to. He that's why he like sends Iron Man to do. Yeah. To get, so go after. The, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because yeah. I'm actually watching it. It's a stupid uh, parachute parasail thing that he does. The American oh, yeah. flag parasail. <laughs> Why they, would they, they use have the special American flag parasail? They use the awesome right, gadget right. of blowing the roof of the car off. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't retract. It just it just comes off. Oh wait, we we didn't talk about the harpoon gun back from Fast and Furious. Uh, yes, another yes, another uh, Fast. <laughs> not not yeah. everyone knows. You have to be a real gearhead to know that there's a harpoon gun. <laughs> uh, 
uh, it's more of an EMP trident that is used uh, in the second well, or third. Uh, excuse me. No, no in the first thing. in the fa- in the first Fast and Furious, they have a harpoon gun. They use yeah. it to, to do the high tr- the truck hijacking. But sure. in the two Fast Two Furious, they have DVDs the EMP or DVD harpoon. players. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they're driving and there's a bunch of trees going by next to them. But then once they fire the harpoon gun, there are no trees because presumably a tree would have smashed oh, yeah. the table and then the whole planet would have fallen apart. Well, no, but didn't they go across the bridge and like on, they're on like uh, another side street that's like right it's alongside the, the clear of trees? Yeah. Uh, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, they're no longer in the country. They're now in the city. The, the thing switches from idyllic uh, farmland to the middle of Prague. Yeah, yeah. Right. In like one second. You're like, okay, I guess we're just in Prague now. I like how he parasails onto Ahab and then just kind of stares at it for like five minutes. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I'm an ex-sports guy. I don't know computers. <laughs> and this is where we start getting the crowd shots. Like, oh, people don't know Prague, so we actually have to get people to care about Prague. So let's show you know, all these different uh, crowd shots of people, innocent yeah. people, kids. Charles Bridge has all these statues of saints on it. And so we just get all the, like, shots upwards of the saints as they're, like, looking down at the camera. It's absurd. Thank goodness <laughs> the uh, the uh, launch sequence for Ahab is ridiculously long and incredibly complex. <laughs> right. Each yeah. rocket has to individually l- go up high. Uh, <laughs> like That's happening during all of these montages. Mm-hmm. A little kid playing with Pigeons, that little kid's going to die, in case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah, well, the stakes. I never mind when the movies remind us of the stakes. We've been over this. But the way <laughs> Xander defeats it is takes one of the missiles out and then just turns it around to face yeah. into... It's, downwards. It's, yeah. it's yep. like one step below just punching the control panel really hard with your chest. <laughs> That's uh, what but he does done. pull the hard drive, the control panel out, so now it can activate, maybe? I don't know. But it still does. It just goes back. Does. It just goes yeah. down. Right. But yeah, it explodes. They all think he's dead, but he watches up on shore and he's like shivering, which seems very un really hero Yeah, so he gets, he pulls it like, so the whole time they think he's dead, like, you know, uh, Gibbons talks to Yelena saying, you know, I said that you could go to America. I'm a man of my words. Like, well, it doesn't really matter now. And then, yeah, Xander pulls himself onto one of these wood piles, which apparently they're ice guards from to keep the bridge from oh, icing up, I guess, in the winter. Yeah, like I, mm. I look, I've seen them, and I was like, I have no idea what those things are, like, when I was on the bridge, or in Mission Impossible, just seeing that, but you can just see those there, but yeah. Um, I like that no one but Arena found him. Yeah. No, no one else saw mm. him. She's like, mm-hmm. wait, he may be on the other... Look, wait, there, over check? there. Did anyone check the other side of the bridge? <laughs> <laughs> they go on the other side, he's just there, he's like, oh, okay, here he is. Like, what is that very pale seal doing there? Oh, remember that scene from E.T. when he's laying there and the raccoon is, like, on top of him and he's in the gutter? <laughs> that is what this looks like. This oh. That's, by the way, that scared me to death as a child. Not the part where he's in the hospital? No, that's what scared me as a child, yeah. pale... Pale, yeah. laying in a gutter with a raccoon on him. I'm like, oh my oh. god. When he, yeah, when ET look, gets has that pale skin, it's it's really gross looking. Yeah, it, it, like Vin Diesel. That's why Vin Diesel's gone to Bora Bora. Oh. Vin Diesel's not as wrinkly though, not so yet. Was, no. this a trick? No. was this a trick just to get to go to Bora Bora to shoot this shot? I think. Are you sure it was oh, in Bora Bora? No. <laughs> well, it's but it's like an island. It looks nice, yeah. you know. Yeah. Somewhere nice. But so okay, yeah, yeah, so they're lounging in Bora Bora, uh-huh. and then of course. Gibbons calls on the, cool on the, the phone. <laughs> Sidekick, whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, the yep. way that he kisses her and they kiss oh, each other is yeah. so oh, It's so it's awkward. So, so yeah. big mouth. It's Billy Bass big mouth. It's bad. Yeah, it's like stage kissing, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Neither <laughs> of them look excited about it. 
So instead, they go swimming. Yep. Oh yeah, and that's the movie. Yeah, and that is it. That's that's the movie. We get, like at the end, James we kind Bond of get like, style, like, like yeah. Oh yeah, those. I watched those. I was entertained by those closing credits. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, we're gonna do James Bond style credits, but we won't do it opening. We'll just do it at the end. You know, yeah. just sort of check that box. All right, so now it's time for some spy fact versus fiction, our trademark segment. I have a little bit, Christian. Do you want me to go first? Sure, go ahead. So state security was the secret police force in communist Czechoslovakia from 1945 until its dissolution in 1990. It dealt with any activity they considered opposition to the Communist Party. That's from Wikipedia. (laughs) There is no secret police today. And then also the singing Tesla coil... Sometimes yes. called the Zeusophone Thoramen or musical lightning is a form of a plasma speaker, but its first performance was in 2006. Oh, also so to Wikipedia. before, after this? Interesting. <laughs> well, um, in the movie, they were just Tesla coils. They weren't Tesla coils as Oh, they were the singing ones. Right that's now. right. That's right. Okay. The movie I actually agree. correctly estimated Prague's population at 1.3 million people. I thought it was going to be too many. I thought that yeah, I, I was like I stopped the my thing and I was like I asked Siri how big you know how what's the, what's the population of Prague? Yeah, actually, I was like that seems like too many for Prague. Mm-hmm. And that's it for me. What do you got, Chris? All right, so Gibbons is supposed to be an NSA agent, which of course the NSA is all about intelligence gathering. It is not; they don't have field agents like this or movie the same year, Die Another Day, had Halle Berry as Jinx as an NSA agent. NSA does not have any field agents. Let alone secret armies or any yes. of that stuff. So or mountain bases. <laughs> yeah, no, their actual well, we don't know, maybe. Their actual headquarters is in Fort Meade, Maryland. Zach and I have been near it when we went to the NSA Museum, which is the only intelligence agency that has its actual museum open to the public. When he's recruiting Xander, Gibbons makes reference to the three strikes law which is also known as the habitual offenders law. It's basically if you have a violent felony and two previous convictions and you would get a mandatory life sentence. There's been debate on whether it's actually effective in preventing repeat offenders. I think we should have an entire episode uh, on just the credits. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching it right now. And I'll tell you the truth. I turned it off after the first minute and I'm now like three minutes into it. It's It's bonkers. It's right. I was why watching. Is there a dr- why is there a dragon, dragon? waiting around? What what is that for? And they're camshafts. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Did he have a dragon tattoo? No. A guy with a dragon tattoo? No. Okay. <laughs> I feel right, like then, someone said, yeah. uh, you watched the movie before you made this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did. I watched the movie before we made this. <laughs> and then they made it and they're like, well, we're done. <laughs> I guess we just put it in. Do we know all of his tattoos? Maybe he has a dragon somewhere. Rob did not tell me all of his tattoos. Uh, he just okay. went into detail about some of them. <laughs> I see. All right. And lastly, um, I did a little Googling, and there is no way that a cigarette would actually activate a homing, <laughs> homing uh, a heat-seeking heat missile, missile like that. Um, okay. Yeah. And that's what I got for Spy Fact versus Fiction. Great. Okay, so now it's time for our favorite quotes. We always do our favorite quotes. Would anyone care to go first? Learn to shoot, you piece of shit. <laughs> okay, thank you. Pretty good, Murrin. It's a great quote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've gone over some of them, but uh, I like I just like Welcome to the Xander Zone. Mm-hmm. It's a good uh, one to remember. Yeah, what else was there? I, I, you come back to me. <laughs> we, we did do a bunch of them. I can go next, Christian. Yeah, go ahead. A lot of his one-liners very much reminded me of Hudson Hawk. Most of them were groaners, but a couple that I liked was when he finishes with the avalanche. He says, nothing like fresh powder. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. Is that a then, cocaine reference or just a 
Snow? Uh, no, th that's snow something actual snowboarders say, uh, okay. to be fair. And then also, I like the banter between him and Yelena. Again, some of it, most of it was pretty bad. But I did like a part where she says, why don't you put some ice on your head before your brain overheats? <laughs> Which is something brains do, I suppose. Uh... He says, uh, I like some, I like anything fast enough to do something stupid in. Yeah, that's a pretty good line. Uh, it's very, it, it's uh, very I, Toretto. Oh, we should play a game. Oh. We should do this on our podcast. Ooh. Since we've now done Triple X, we should have you guys on. And I will, okay, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. It's a crossover, everybody. Everybody, it's a crossover. <laughs> um, we'll have you guys on, and I will come up with a, a quote uh, game where you have to decide whether it's Dominic Toretto. Or Xander, Xander Cage. Cage. Oh, oh fun. that would be tough. Because some yeah. of these, other than you're in the Xander zone, mm -hmm. like like one is okay. I'll turn down the music. You wouldn't <laughs> exactly know that was a triple X line. No. Can you throw in some Riddick lines too? Oh, oh yeah. Oh oh. Ooh, <laughs> oh okay. just yeah. We'll just make it. Well, I'll make here what I'll do. It'll sure. be Vin. It'll. I'll come up with a fun name for it. It'll be a Vin Diesel quote thing. It could be any movie he's ever been in that's a normal, oh like a, a real movie. Yeah. Not like not like the uh, fucking Sharknado, whatever you say. What it was? Oh no, you. I think you need to include something from that now. <laughs> whatever. What, what's it called? Uh, uh, shark, street sharks. Street sharks. Oh, street, that's not a movie. That's a that's a video that someone put on YouTube. That's just yeah. a home video. I'm right. saying, but like quoting him from that. <laughs> That would be fun. I mean, All I might right. get that because All I've right. seen that video All a number right. well, of times. Uh, uh, no more, no more talking about it. Spoilers. We'll, we'll do right. it on. Right. Just know, just know, if you listen to the Spy Fi guys, come listen to our podcast at some future date. The cast, <laughs> they'll, they'll the cast and the Furious. If we didn't say that, yeah, right. that's a, yeah I think we've said the name of it well, at least once, right? Yeah. At least once. Oh, yeah. Say it more. Why not? All right. So my favorite quote is from Gibbons. He says, "What's it going to be? Triple X? You want to get on a plane, or is Kiss My Ass Scarface your final answer?" <laughs> that's good i liked how he called him triple x and he didn't call himself triple x because yeah. that would have been pretty obnoxious mm. all right now it is time for our ratings on a scale of one to ten martinis ten being amazing spy movie better than the prisoner better than any mission impossible you get the picture and one is the avengers 1997 so oh, far the yeah. worst movie we've covered yeah, how would we that's... rate triple x all right would our guests like to go first sure I didn't like this movie. The second time I've seen it, I, I was kind of like, oh, I'll come back to this. Maybe it'll be it'll be kind of fun to watch. At least it'll be like a guilty pleasure, kind of like, oh, this will be bad but fun. And for me, it wasn't really that fun either. It had its moments, but I, I'll give it a three, I think. Not, I didn't have a great time. I'm going to throw your rating system on its ear in that okay. I don't like I don't like 10 because I feel that it, what's a seven? What's a six? What What is that? I go with a three number scale to one, two, or three. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know this. Oh, um, but okay. the, uh, did, uh, one is a movie you don't see, a two, mm -hmm. it's okay, and a three, it's a definite C. Now, uh, there is a uh, caveat in there it's, it's an airplane. If you're on an airplane, a uh, one becomes a two, a two becomes a three. <laughs> this is an airplane one. Uh, I would say you really don't need to see it, but if you're on an airplane or goofing around or on a mm -hmm. trip, watch it. It's fun. It being bored out of your gourd, watching this movie will take up two hours of your time. Uh -huh. So it's a so does that make it a three on a ten scale? I don't know. That's why uh, I don't like somewhere around there. Yeah, I, I I've always yell. I always yell because I'm always like I just want to get to the point. Like if you tell me it's a six, that means for me that's like well don't go see it. But for some people that just means like a couple things didn't hit. A six out of ten is still a positive rating. It's above fifty percent. Right. right. I'm like well that's not anything. But it's for not me. that far I, above. 50%. Whereas no, I, I think I, we're on the same page. Like yeah. I I would. 
it's not it's not the worst movie it's it's mm-hmm. it has its moments on a plane sure you know or if you're you know that want to just throw something on it's fine yeah put it in the background it's a good background you got a meeting you got a you got a, you got a facetime meeting you got to be at <laughs> put it on the tv in front of you and All put right. on the subtitles which won't really help for the czechoslovakian <laughs> stuff it'll just say speaking in czech or yelling in russian so although i would never call this a good movie it didn't really offend me so much <laughs> I didn't think the main character was particularly likable. I know we didn't talk about him so much, and Vin Diesel's acting was nothing to write home about. I also didn't understand why it spawned two sequels. <laughs> Both sequels better than this, I think. I think. Oh, this really? Is Interesting. All right. I agree. I've seen. Um, I've only seen the se- both sequels once. Uh, same here. All right. But I. I have never the, seen any of I like the Return of Xander Cage. Yeah, I did too. I, and I, I actually did, I think didn't State mind. Of the State of the Union. I actually don't mind. Because I, I think I think it's a little better than it's not great, but I think it's a little better than this. They got it, Willem Dafoe is the villain, so oh, oh there you go. About that. All right, all right, yeah. And so, Ice Cube's uh, not a bad, not a bad star, yeah. right? But like I said, it wasn't atrociously bad. I liked some of the stunts and it had its moments. So I will give it a four out of ten. Stunts are an eight out of ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. every yeah. stunt's great, but the rest of the movie drags it down. The third Here's third act it drags it. Mm-hmm. My ta- okay, my take on this is I would have liked this movie if it had stayed in the mode that it was at the beginning. I told mm-hmm. like, my favorite part is when he steals the Corvette and like mm-hmm. digs mm-hmm. over that dick senator, whatever. Senator I would have really enjoyed a movie that was just him doing that stuff. And then like yeah. maybe, you know, someone's like, Oh, we got we gotta do the biggest stunt ever. The president's coming to town. We gotta <laughs> steal his limo and you know, the president's gonna pass a law that makes makes the speed limit 15 miles an hour he's like no we can't be that slow we gotta stop this we're gonna steal the limo of the president and so like, basically that... if it were a completely different movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. well like this the concept in the beginning i really like there's this like this extreme sports guy who is about you know messing with the system you know i, I don't know i kind of like okay. that so i think i'm the most positive on this because i actually i was like i was dreading it as i was going because I, I know this is gonna be bad but once i hit an I watched, you know, turn it on. I was like, oh, Prague. Okay. This has a little bit more of my, like, I think the fact that it was mostly filmed in Prague bumped it up for me just because yeah. I enjoy Prague. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it a six out of 10. Like I actually enjoyed, like I found myself coming out of this movie. like, I had fun with this movie. I did not expect that. So it was a pleasant surprise. Action was, was good. Like I, I was very you know, impressed by the action. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Great. Okay, well, thank you to our guests for joining us. You can find them at The Cast and The Furious. Anything else you guys want to plug while you're here? Uh, at some point, I'll start Minute Impossible up again. Uh, <laughs> we're in the third movie right now. Of, uh, you can listen. If you haven't listened at all, you, you still have episodes. Oh, out. yeah. You can oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, you want, if you like Mission Impossible and you're a spy fan, listen to our first two seasons and 20 minutes of the third season so far. We're on hiatus. I'm doing quotes because <laughs> it's a nondescript amount of time. And then, uh, and then Murren used to do another show. Oh yeah, I did Point Break Minute, and that's still available to listen to if you like yeah. Point Break. And then yeah, we did Fast and the Furious because Fast and the Furious is a remake of Point Break, kind of. And we're in right. the, the uh, seventh movie. movie right now. We're about to finish the seventh movie. Yes, so we're about to. We're, we're almost. We're, we're about almost to do the final chunk Ooh. of the seventh movie. We're, we're trying to. Uh, we're, we're really trying. This is all planned, right, Murren? <laughs> we're, we're we're planning on being done with eight right when nine comes out. Yeah, it was. It worked out perfectly. That was, that was the whole. We had the schedule. <laughs> thank thank God down. for COVID. No one ever says that, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll make that jump just in the nick of time to save the day. Mm-hmm. 
jump across those buildings. Yeah, thanks for letting <laughs> us come on and talk about our, uh, yeah. our incredible knowledge of cars. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I knew what kind of car he was driving in the end. There you That's go. Something. All right. Thank you all for joining us. You can find us at SpyFi Guys on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, I'm Zach. And I'm Christian. And we are the SpyFi Guys signing off. Thank you for listening to the SpyFi Guys. If you enjoyed our podcast, please be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. The theme song from this podcast is Mistake the Getaway by Kevin MacLeod from Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Films, books, and television shows reviewed by our podcast are the intellectual property of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. This is a personal podcast. Any views, statements, or opinions expressed in this podcast are personal and belong solely to the participants. They do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the participants may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. You can find our podcast on social media at The Spy Fi Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.